So Cadillac fanboy. Arch arch nemesis to Jeff Gordon. Uh, and Andy Evans fanboy. <laughs> Fair. And big, big lover of Bugatti stability control. <laughs> Butch Lightsinger. If you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be? Uh, nostalgia. That's adorable. That was very, that's, that was that's, very on brand. That's lame. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to one more episode of Dinner with Racers. I'm Sean Hackman. I'm Ryan Eversley. And we are currently wrapping up a 25,000-mile journey across these United States, getting some lunches and some dinners and all kinds of meals with your favorite heroes in racing. Speaking of heroes, this hmm. episode is probably one of my favorites just because I am a massive fan of the guest, and I grew up watching him race all over the place. I even designed my helmet to be similar to his, so for us to get Mr. Butch Lightsinger, I just couldn't be happier. Just to highlight a few of Butch's accomplishments, the guy's been around the sports car scene forever, but most notably, he's won the Daytona 24 three times. He's won a bunch of IMSA championships, and he is a staple of the Dyson Racing Program, of which we had Rob Dyson, the principal, on a couple of years ago. Now, it's interesting that Butch has been one of the most popular drivers of his career in sports cars, but yet nobody ever suggested him to be on our show. Yeah. Yeah, it's None. Not, not, Zero people. Nobody ever did. Yeah, none have no ever one. continually harassed us right. about Butch Leisinger ever being on. So we went down to State College, Pennsylvania, which is uh, where Butch hails from, yep. and we went to a Mexican restaurant where I got to, uh, for me, it was a super cool moment. Mm. I got to drink beer with Butch Lightsinger. You did drink beer with uh, Butch Lightsinger. What did you eat, though? I believe I had a burrito and a taco with rice and beans. And I had, at Mad Mex, yes. a chicken sandwich. And I believe it was about a pound of chips, right, when we walked there in. There was. Because of the GERD. Yeah, the GERD, if there's one thing I know about the GERD, yeah. which was a theme in this whole season, yes. is that queso dip really gets rid of GERD. Now, getting to State College, PA, super simple. Hmm. Real easy. We just cruised on down there because yep. this Acura MDX just, it, I mean, it, it practically drives itself. It does. The Valvoline oil that we topped it off with before mm -hmm. we left and when we got back later that night just to make sure we put more product mm -hmm. into our show. Yep. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Couldn't have been better. But I'd have to say that the uh, the biggest thing I remembered mm. was the, the quiet ride. The smooth the ride. The smooth ride. The great handling. And the great handling ride of these Continental Tires. Continental Tires. Continental Tires. Cross contact. Lex Tire. Thanks again to our uh, well, our new friend, mm -hmm. Helio Castroneves, for driving us. I love everything about this MDX, minus the smell. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet sounds of Butch Lightsinger. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three. Two. There he is. Hey, there he goes. Hey, Butch, how are you, man? Congratulations. Thank you very much. Sean, how, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Cool. Take a seat. Yeah. <laughs> we waste no time. So what's going on? Oh, God. Good question. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, since since racing, uh, I've uh, now I'm, I'm doing work with, uh, with Bugatti, mm -hmm. uh, where I demonstrate their... Their, their cars to customers and to 
uh, into the media, and then uh, also do some work for Aero Marketing, okay. uh, where they have uh, a client who uh, brings uh, uh, fans to the racetrack, and I just kind of explain sports car racing to them. And, you know, like all, all those years of driving around and, and seeing people sip wine and, you know, overlooking the racetrack and thinking, that looks, that looks kind of nice. I uh, should do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, it, it is really, really nice. <laughs> do you bring a helmet? I do not bring a helmet. No, oh, I'm, I'm fully out. me down. No, right. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not the... Um, Just in case. No, I'm not uh, still harboring uh, hopes of that. that, that uh, I'm, I'm fully out. I'm de- definitely too fat and, 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 yeah. and of, of everything. I, yeah, you how look, you dare look terrible. you? Yeah. You look so terrible. I'm going to go ahead and see myself out. So we will go over some of your, uh, like your, your history and your career, but I think we should cue you in on the first thing we got from your former boss, Rob Dyson. Oh, no. Was that we were on his show. Basically, because we sit down and he's like, looks at us and he's like, go. Yeah, he literally, no he, he literally points and he's like, first yeah. question. Right, yeah, like, because uh, um. we, as you like, we try to do like the preamble offline, so to speak. Like, okay, here's what the show is like. Yeah, it's a podcast. All right, ask me questions. Yeah, literally, he's just like, go. Yep. And it was like, Sean, did you write a question? Like, we don't write questions down. It's more like just notes, right? You know, and you're like, I really like to hear the story behind this. So he, so then it literally became a Q and A with Rob Dyson for a little while until he warmed up to us a bit. And then um, he had to go. And then he's like, <laughs> I have a heart out. Yeah. And we yeah. never actually got to what I wanted to discuss with him mostly was the Riley and Scott days because mm-hmm. that was my formative years as a, as a fan. Right on. Really right. being able to understand what's going on. But he was and, very much like, and then in 85, this happened. Yeah. He's like, I'm so not done. The first meal I had with Pat Smith. <laughs> yeah. We had chicken over rice. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about this for half yeah, an hour. Exactly. <laughs> and he basically got to like 1988. And then he was mm-hmm. like, all right, I got to go. We were like, no, <laughs> All right. Well, Bill Riley. Thanks, business tycoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm really curious on your first interaction ever with Rob Dyson because that was probably my first personal. Like, I've always seen mm-hmm. him at the track and talked to him, and it's always like the quick, "Hey, good job" right. or whatever. And even then, I was pretty confident he didn't know who I was, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Um, so, our first interaction was a very like, "Let's do this." <laughs> so, I can't imagine what it was like back in his prime as team owner. Right. Well. Um, I knew him as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and and again, you know, kind of like what you're saying, where you know he wasn't like, oh, that's Butch Lightsinger, mm-hmm. like, that's that, that's more like that was Bob, Bob's kid, I think, right, you know, right. and why is he rolling in the dirt? <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, uh, so Dyson Racing became you know this juggernaut with the nine six two, and and uh, so I, you know, uh, I was I was with you know the family team, and which became the Nissan factory team. So I, I you know, was racing GTU with Nissan. Um, then that Nissan program ended and I'm kind of, you know, looking around thinking, where the hell do I go now? Cause GTP had ended, you know, and, and basically a lot of the money had pulled out and there, there, there wasn't a whole lot, uh, of opportunity. So I just, you know, blindly wrote, you know, like actually on my dot matrix printer, you know, like, like a little thing, like, you know, please if you thought people didn't know what CDs were. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just say, you know, please, wouldn't it be great if you uh, let me drive your race car and, and you know, and, and and very surprisingly, I never heard anything you know r- responded from that. But then, um, and this is '95, and I had nothing going on, uh, and I went to the Daytona test because uh, back then you could actually you know you basically like I went down there, looked around, tried to find a car that didn't have the entries full of drivers. Oh, so you truly went helmet in hand. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And uh, oh, and actually, and uh, I got food poisoning like the day I got there, and I, so I, I spent like. You know, it was a three-day test, and I spent two and a half days just in my hotel room. Um, but, you know, like the last half day, I, I went to the track, and a guy named Rick Sutherland had a, a, a Spice uh, mm-hmm. Chevy. Was this the paintball car back then? Um, it was actually Apple. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Apple I remember computers. that car. Yeah. 
and uh, and and I, you know, I was able to, to you know, do a couple laps. I think it's like three laps, but um, he you know took me on for the 24 hour. So then uh, I got, got a couple laps, and he you know basically you know I was going to drive his car, but it was you know going to be the, you know, just like a percentage of the prize money, and you know, it was going to be pretty thin. Can you explain what prize money is for the? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there, there used to be this thing that, that uh, when when you finished well, you actually got paid money. Okay. More money. Okay. This sounds amazing. Yeah, and, and even if you like were last, like there was a little bit of money that came through. You no, shut no, up, no, right. You just shut up right now. I know. And uh, you know, and back back when there were you know cigarettes that were you know funneling their millions of ill-begotten gains uh, into race cars uh, the, the uh, you could you could uh, actually make quite a bit of money that uh, um, unfortunately I, I kind of came at the end of that and, and didn't really see that uh, but but still there, there was kind of a, a lingering you know where there was actually prize money you know I think I mean I can't remember the numbers anymore but uh, and and as a driver you could usually get a percentage of, of that and and you know it made it really worth it if you, you know if you want to race it, yeah. it was actually a, a nice little payday you got. Right. Thanks, um, Big Tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, so anyway, okay, so uh, so that was a deal I had with him. Then a couple weeks before the race, Rob called out of the blue. And uh, John Paul was going to be the fourth driver, but then John got a, a year-long deal with BMW, with uh, Tom Milner. And and Rob's Rob's deal at that time, because the, the Riley is brand new, uh, didn't know, you know, how effective it would be and you know and he wasn't going to commit to all season so so john had to take the bmw deal and rob was very cool with that or, you know, that's, that's one of the great things about rob is that he was also a driver and understood that, you know if, if you got a good opportunity go go take it yeah. uh but so you know i think i don't know if like if that that letter that i had sent like a year and a half before <laughs> if that like rung in his head or, or, yeah. or uh <laughs> all i can just imagine i'm sorry i don't want to make it about our bits but i just keep hearing the rob dyson call yeah hey Oh, it's Rob. I'm looking at this letter. Can you drive next week? Go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go. No. It, it, it was, it was it exactly like that? that. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm completely desperate. Like this is like, sure. like the, the one possible, you know, link I might have to being able to, to go on for a few more months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, so it's like, Oh, so, uh, you know, this is my Rob Dyson accent. No, uh, are you, you, uh, you know, what do you got for Daytona? I was like, Oh, I got this. Oh, Oh, I was calling you to see if you could, you know, if you want to drive my car. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure I can get out of it. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. And uh, you know, but then he asked, "Okay, so uh, okay, so how much you want?" And I was like, "Oh, no bullshit, Rob yeah. Dyson." Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh hell, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to ask for too little. I don't want right. to, I, right. but I definitely don't want to just like price myself out." So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hemmed and hawed as long as I could, you know, hoping that he would actually Give come up with a number. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no know, way. Yeah. 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 So I eventually came, you know, spat out something mm -hmm. that I, I thought you know, was actually more than I'd, I'd made really to that point, but yeah. it was still not, not really that much. And uh, you no, know, but so, so that's how I got that ride. And, you know, and, and then, and, you know, and, and, and as you say, like, it was like, okay, right, done, right. <laughs> see, see you there. You know, Marion will call you for your, you know, get, get your hotel uh, information, done. And that's Marion that is Marion's catering Ma Marion Champlain, yeah. Because yeah. she worked for Rob for a long time. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so then get to the race. And it was uh, James, Rob, Scott Sharp, and me. And, uh, and the Riley wasn't really finished. Uh, spent most of the time in the garage. Like, I think I got two laps like a night practice you know basically like the minimum that you had to do and uh but the biggest thing was i didn't complain 
and I just sat there quietly and then said yes sir no sir yeah and uh and so and, and Sebring came around and said well should we have what's on yeah why not he was, he was quiet you know yeah but you know and and, and, the, and the whole thing you, you probably know like, like the Dyson racing team was just like so cool or so down to earth you know Pat Smith was the crew chief at the time and he's just I mean like the most patient person uh completely unflappable you know like in the worst most stressful times you know you know you, you just kind of look at you like yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the, like what one of his most you know like famous things would, would uh he come in and practice and you know, complain about too much understeer and he's like i don't care i don't have to drive it <laughs> 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 yeah, so he just re- really kind of like tried to you know take the intensity out of everything yeah um but uh yeah, so uh, you know, and that, the Daytona race didn't go well because we blew up like 20 minutes into the race. Nice. You know, so I did, yeah. I did. Good job, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, were you working on prize money? I, I was not. Thanks, nice, mate. Uh, yeah. man. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. 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 But um, you know, and and it kind of like went on for the first few races. We're just like, well, okay, come back for the next race. Come, yeah, and, sure. You know, and I think it was like probably halfway through. He's like, ah, oh, we'll just you know plan on doing the rest of the races with us. And you know, and honestly, our contracts, you know. We really didn't ever have. Well, actually, there were probably a couple of years where actually I signed something, but most of the time it was just like, okay, show up next year and, and we'll, yeah, you know, we'll do something. Yeah. Well, and they're not known for not honoring their deals. Oh yeah, you know, no. So. It, I mean, I, I, I never had any, any worries right. about it. And, yeah. And yeah, so it, but it was, it was it was the best environment that I could be because, you know, I, I grew up with a family racing team. You know, my my mom and dad. You know, from when I was three years old, we were going to races, and and so like I always had that kind of family feeling uh, around it. And and Dyson was you know a lot like that where everyone had you know most of the guys had been around the team for a long time and had you know uh, it, it wasn't like a cutthroat environment you know you that uh, people weren't throwing you under the bus as soon as you did something wrong and I I, I did do things wrong you know uh, but uh, you know but they had a lot of patience. Well, and sort of on the re- there's a recurring theme that we have with almost everybody, which is uh, successful. <laughs> yeah, we're successful people, which is which is you know driving is only part of the equation and whether people wanting to like you and hang around you is mm-hmm. a big part of it. And a team like Dyson, built from the top down, Rob is very no drama, mm-hmm. just like do this, shut mm-hmm. up, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the guys on the crew were like local to the area. Yeah, oh, yeah. just exactly. kind of joined in because they wanted to be a part of it. Right. Yeah. So it's something like the 24 that didn't go well. You're smart enough to just shut up and just do it. Right. And, you know, not to name like Scott Sharp's name, uh, <laughs> but but maybe not everybody was the same way. And I, I'd imagine you immediately well, blended into that. Well, yeah, I think and, and not not not, you know, not the criticize Scott or anything, the, but but he was in the middle of IndyCar. Yeah. You know, like oh, did I was, actually get it right? Uh, uh, Scott was in the middle of IndyCar racing, yeah, yeah. and 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 he was kind of <laughs> that's like, code for yes. <laughs> uh, but, but but he, you know, yeah, he, he had a different expectation. Yeah, you know, like, like yeah. He, he was there and you know wanted to win the race and mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it kind of expected to to win the race. Yeah. And, right. and so he was t- you know not as happy as, sure. as I was just happy right. to just be there. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. and to actually like maybe see that you know I might be able to to do some more of this stuff. Right. Right. Because I mean. You know that 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 time was pretty bleak. There, there were there was very few paying jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, this and was mid nineties. Yeah, this was like American North American like sports car. End of GTP. Yeah, yeah. GTP is over. This Tobacco was this going the away. first year of the WSC or whatever uh, they called year. it. Second year. Yeah. Of the, the yeah. like revive. What is now, in, uh, uh, WeatherTech was this weird amalgamation thing. Right. Um, with uh, with these open top cars. So right. yeah, it was a, it was a dark time. Yeah, not a lot of factories. So, yeah, yeah, privateers are really what's keeping it alive. Exactly. Um, Obviously, Dyson's a big part of your career. We obviously want to hear Dyson's stories. Um, Since we do have a mix of ages with our audience members, I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of upbringing. We're not like a Mm -hmm. tell us about your career kind of show. 
but uh, I do think it's important to get a couple. Well, because your dad bits. played such a big role in your right, in exactly, your, right. in, in right. racing and period, but obviously yeah. kind of launching your career. Right. And but by, by the way, I you know I am a long time listener, first time caller, so I, I I understand the show. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> Producer Butch showed up. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I got it. Can yeah. I leave then? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, but the Leitzinger family is a name that's been in the sport for mm. a long time. Go. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you in a familiar setting yeah, here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. You know, actually, both my mom and dad. I've yeah. been around racing. You know, my dad started racing in what sixty three or sixty four. Right. All Pennsylvanians, right? Yeah. Yes, and uh, and my mom actually uh, was around, like loved cars. Her her dad uh, was a, a real car person. Her first husband was a race car driver, a guy named Charlie Kurtz, and and actually really talented. He actually won his class at Sebring in in sixty one, I think it was, and. So, you know, she, she, you know, you know, was, was just as involved and just as uh, much of a fan of racing as, as my dad was, um, her, her first husband actually was killed in a, when a drunk driver hit him, uh, actually before my brother was born, like while, while she was pregnant with my brother and like a three or four years later, um, my, my dad and, and she uh, got married. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where that works out. But, um, so the family was always really geared towards racing, you know, and, and both my brother and my sister were also, you know, my, my brother raced uh, yeah. for a long time. You and Chuck, like, did your first big races together. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and my sister also was, uh, she actually, her first job, uh, maybe not her first job, but she, she worked for Watkins Glen uh, mm-hmm. for a couple of years and then went to IMSA and, and worked uh, uh, with IMSA for a while. So, you know, the whole family was really, you know, the dinner table conversation was, Quite often racing, racing yeah. You know? right. So it was uh, it was probably not your real normal upbringing, sure. But it, it, it definitely helped and me, you know. It helped, yeah, helped, right. helped the focus, yeah, absolutely. And, and Watkins Glen is a couple hours from here, but is there much of is there a it's, road racing scene up here? Yeah, it's in actually the 60s? it's actually a great location. We're very central. Uh, um, the Glen is two and a half hours away. Poconos two hours away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a road course there. Um, some at points three and a half. Okay. Nelson Ledges. So that's pretty good. Yeah, they, even yeah. even in those days. Yeah, well, especially better. I'd say probably more so in those days because yeah. club racing was a bigger deal, mm-hmm. and they used to run more right. at Summit Point, muscle and cars, and all that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. Yeah, so like I grew up going to the races. Uh, always, like that was the only focus I ever had. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I never even really thought, uh, you know, I wanted to do anything else. I never thought I could do it professionally. I always figured I'd have to, you know, figure out a way to make a living yeah. to be able to, you know, pay. Well, you grew up in enough to be realistic about how it worked. Right, yeah. right, yeah. and uh, um, you know, and, and the, my 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 mom and dad had a car dealership. Uh, you know, as so I figured, probably I'll, I'll kind of go into the family business mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know, kind of basically do what 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 they were doing and, and just yeah. kind of fund the racing through 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 working and uh but it was as and my dad's team kept getting better and better uh you know they were, they were just an amateur team probably, probably the biggest change that happened to to their team was when they hired carson baird uh who was uh, uh an incredibly talented uh like mechanic uh, mm-hmm. uh engineer but uh, also a great driver. He actually raced at Le Mans uh, uh, back in the like, 80s, I guess, and also some NASCAR stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really turned the team from being kind of an amateur, um, you, know, let's, you know, kind of a weekend thing yeah. to really much more professional. Uh, and, you know, and the funny thing is it was actually my mom that really pushed for that. Because huh. uh, like, I, I actually remember like a, a pretty good argument. <laughs> it was actually in the pit lane of Charlotte where uh, we, uh, we, 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 you know, the team had built – uh, a new GTU car, 300ZX, and it was slower than than a dog, you know, and and uh, and it was like barely qualifying for the races. And and after another bad race, my mom like, you know, said to my dad, you know, Carson Baird, you know, 
you know, we need to hire him because we, like, we yeah. need to turn this around. My dad, well, we can't afford him. We can't afford him. And she was the one who put her foot down. I was like, well, God damn it. Really? Yeah, you, know, you got to spend the money. the real money. racer in this Right. You know, <laughs> and this is, you know, this is, you know, the money that's coming out of the family. You know, yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this wasn't sponsorship money that was yeah. paying for this. It was family money. And, uh, yeah, but, but she was really uh, pushed wow. for it. And, and, you know, and, and that turned things around quite a bit. You know, all of a sudden the car got... That is the complete opposite of most of our stories. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so without without yeah. Mom Leitzinger, there would be no no Leitzinger racing. No, absolutely. And yeah. and uh, you know, and actually, a lot of my, you know, my, you know, ability to make a living has been so just serendipity, you know, of like just like proper timing, you know, and had nothing to do with, you know, I didn't make these these things yeah, yeah, happen yeah, yeah. it was just that i happened to be I, just at the right time right right um like for instance when when i turned 18 which is what the, the age you had to be at, uh to, to race road racing at the time um the fire i'll, I'll say a t- tire company but hey, fire. Yeah, <laughs> I like, it's okay to say there was a firehawk series yes yeah, firehawk yeah, series yeah. um but it, it was <laughs> appreciate you you, yeah. you you can bleep it but, i don't mind yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, producer okay. butch yeah all right bleep again <laughs> I think I'm good. Just I wait in go. the car. I'll, yeah. just, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Nerd out. Have yeah. fun. But the, the, that, that series uh, was showroom stock series, you know, like uh, yeah. street cars. Mm-hmm. With it's just, come up a bunch in some of our other ones. Right. And so. But it was a brilliant series, cause, yeah. uh, uh, especially for a first, you know, a, a rookie driver because, uh, you know, we had a 24-hour race at Watkins Glen. So my, my first professional race was uh, 24 hours at Watkins Glen uh, the week after I graduated from high school. And, uh, you know, so I, I drove eight hours because uh, it was my, my dad and, and my brother and me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the amount of time they had behind the steering wheel, you know, racing against like some really t- uh, talented people. Like, like, I mean, like Andy Pilgrim was racing at the, at the time. Yeah. I think uh, even like Price Cobb and James drove a few races like that. And Drake Olson, I know. Prior to like this is your first big thing. But like, was there any seat time prior to that? Oh, the, uh, um, like earlier that year. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, I did some SECA racing. Right, but like um, you didn't grow up karting. You didn't. I, I didn't. Um, we didn't really have a kart scene. Yeah. Uh, at least not that I knew of. I raced BMX. Um, okay. From totally was, the same. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's a. Uh, <laughs> it's a rat as well. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, my point is like it's like today it's unheard of that at 18 you could just jump into mm-hmm. even like a competitive showroom stock class. Right. Um, without like like a little bit of schooling or something. Right. But you, it sounds like you just sort of jumped in. Well, uh, um, maybe you got I, your SECA sign I, I, off and that was it. Right. Yeah. Uh, like. You know, I, I mean, I've been looking forward to this my whole life, and 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 you know, I I had you know, in, in addition to serendipity, I also, I mean, it was serendipitous that I was born into my parents, also because um, my dad was um, you know in with Nissan, and like he wasn't getting a lot of money at that time, but they would help out how they could, and, and one of the things they did was they they sent us a couple of uh, Nissan streetcars, like a 300ZX. That's uh, yeah. May not be money, but that's worthwhile. No, it was yeah, great. Yeah. And then these were cars that um, they don't do it, I think, anymore. But back in the day, uh, they would do like emissions testing on a car, then and they'll go to the crusher. Yeah. You know, they, they oh, would, so yep. they send it to the racing it's like a instead. Production right. car, basically. Yeah. They right. actually still do this quite a bit. Do they? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's almost money. like we need a real showroom stock class again. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. And uh, and and back then it was also before, you know really like a huge like, amount of engineering like like now if right. you did a shroom stock series you would still have the same number of engineers surrounding the yeah, car we'd find, yeah we'd right. find a way to ruin it right. for sure yeah, 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 it's yeah, not yeah. gonna be cheap but like at right. the time you know it, it's you know basically your consumables were brake pads gas uh and tires yeah you know and and, and that was pretty easy and even know? then tires you were running for a really long time that's right yeah yeah, yeah. 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 not yeah. as long as if they were continentals well yeah i mean you <laughs> would have to change forever yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. still and, and uh 
And and so um, we, we, uh, they gave us two cars. One was a SCCA car that I, that I drove, and I, I, I basically, as soon as I turned 18, I just went to every uh, regional race I could find okay. uh, just to, to be able to get To get some the national time. license and all that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then... Okay. And then the other car was this uh, 300GX Turbo, which was in the top class, um, which is f- funny. It was, it was an automatic transmission as well, <laughs> which because uh, that was the only car that they had that they sure. could give us. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, like at some tracks, like a Watkins Glen, it actually worked really well because you were on boost the whole time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And there's not like a slow turn so yeah. much that you have to dig out of. But um, yeah, and actually like, like that, that first 24-hour race actually led. You know, we were actually leading in the morning, uh, but then we had a differential uh, issue like so we dropped back a little bit but we ended up third i think or maybe fourth um but uh but it was it was it was a, a way to get a lot of experience uh for very little money you know, you know like like when you know like i could take care of the car my or you know my, my brother and i would would work on the car between races and and you know when it, it wasn't a big uh you know, a, a, a big siphon of cash my dad then or my, my mom and dad's team uh became the nissan factory gtu team and and he actually won the championship in the first year of that in 89. And then for 90, uh, Nissan wanted to expand it to a two-car team. And, uh, you know, so I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is, I've got this. And, and, and the, but the Nissan wanted to do a, a shootout, uh, you know, a, 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 to try out four drivers. And, okay, you know, so the, the Leitzinger team is selected, but Butch, the driver, not so much. Right, right. right. And That's where is dad in all this in terms of, like, is he... So like we just we just sat down last night with Tommy Milner. All right, not Junior, by the way. Tommy Milner. <laughs> he does not want to be Junior. Um, and like Tom Milner helped him out early on, but at a certain point was like, you got to earn your own way. Where was where was what was Dad like for you with no, all this? No, same. Uh, um, yeah, uh, where it was just you know like you know he's supportive. He's like, no, I think you can do this, but you know. And, and, and it was just like, you know, this is, this is in my hands, you know. The, right. So you know, if Nissan says we're going to do a shootout, yeah. Dad's not like, can my son really, can, can yeah. we give him the extra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's no. none of that. If, if, okay. if, I mean, I, actually, I, I was one of the four uh, to try out for it. Right, right, right. Uh, but but it, was, yeah, no, it no. wasn't like it's going to be his son and then three other Like, it was right. you had to make it with everybody else. Yeah. And so, trying to help you. I, <laughs> right. and, and, and so what, but what happens then is, uh, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, yeah, I know the car. I drove the car at Daytona. You know, I'm... I'm you know, I've got this. And uh, there was three three other drivers, David Loring being one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and on, you know, I, I, think I'm, I think I was the first one that did it. Uh, and and they, they, they tried to do it blind, you know, so, like, the person didn't even arrive until, you know, the next. Oh, you know. right. So, White so, helmet. Right. You know, so I, I, I did my, my run. Okay. And uh, the two other guys went, and I'm, you know, I'm looking pretty good. And then, uh, and then David gets in the car, and the first time he comes down the hill in Atlanta, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and and he was just on it you know yeah. and 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 he got the ride because he was he was you know heads and you know heads above everyone uh de- definitely including me and uh yeah and but he was a great addition to the team you know and actually i learned a lot from him um and but but he was he was really i don't know if you ever got to, to watch him race uh Actually, a lot like James Weaver in that the car was always just like sideways and, and <laughs> on the limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah. like you know where you could just look at it and think, oh, that's really fast. Yeah, you know, like, it's, it's not like some some drivers are so smooth. Yeah, you, right, right. You don't. It's not until you look at the stopwatch that you realize that it's a, yeah. a fast time. But he was always spectacular. Um, but yeah, so uh, so he so he got that. From then, I could, I was kind of the number three driver. So there were a couple times where for points they would enter a third car, and I and I would uh, do that, and then. Uh, and, and and basically what happened eventually was that that Nissan in in 92 uh David won the championship but uh Nissan basically cut the budget by about two-thirds I think it was and so 
you know, David, you know, David's salary basically yeah. uh, 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 pushed him out mm-hmm. and uh, because I was, you know, family and they <laughs> didn't really yeah. have to pay me a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of assumed the, the, the drive uh, and, 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 and uh, drove the next year and, and won the championship. So at the end of 93, won the championship, kind of looking around, like, oh, hell. And again, Frank was able to get me in the uh, Clayton Cunningham yeah. 300ZX Turbo GT. Like the badass oh, car. Yeah. Like the, big, the big, the Johnny O'Connell car for anybody that's listening. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> he's going to let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it just happened to be the year that WOC was coming in. And the cars weren't reliable. And so it's 93 to 94 crossover. This was when the former era, what, what was then IMSA, with the GTPs and all that went away. Mm. Just because there was just not enough manufacturer support. So they had to completely reinvent the series. They turned it into world sports car. Some of those cars that you were running could cross over, but the like, top-level prototypes completely changed. Mm. Totally different now. <laughs> <laughs> Times are totally different Yeah, it now. never happens now. No, we, don't, we never see years. major changes yeah. in prototype every categories every few years yeah. <laughs> because manufacturers ebb and flow. Change their mind, and yeah. we can't stick to the same rule set. No. Yeah. Or no. even a class name. Right. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. 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 So the 300ZX program for mm. Daytona that year, and, and when we say that it's the big car, like the Johnny O'Connell car, it's one of the most famous cars he raced early on. Right. It's the wide body, very cool, like almost what would be a GT3 or GT one car of its time yeah and it was very successful yeah it was, it, yeah it was yeah. like 800 horsepower yeah um i think yeah I, I, I think i remember going 198 at daytona yes. and uh <laughs> yeah it was just wicked fast yeah. and but um you know but up until that point the car had never lasted 24 hours yeah. right um, even with johnny in it <laughs> well, well, if he had backed that off a second, yeah, he would have been the same as everybody, did, and the car would last a lot. When you joined the team, did anyone ever talk about how he was just a second quicker than anyone else on the team? Well, we all we all just knew it <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. inherently, you okay. know. Yeah. Just, just arriving Fuck in the garage. You, yeah. <laughs> I've sent, seen Johnny since we started doing that, and he's like, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, you did it. Yeah, like, we didn't just come up with this yeah, idea. Yeah, right, right. We just picked up on a theme. Uh, but, um, yeah, but, and, and it just happened that that, that year, the the Nissan, you know, and actually that one Nissan, because there was a two car team with Johnny, Steve Millen, and uh, John Morton in the other car. Their car broke a crank in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. um, and actually they, they thought it was because we're actually maybe taking it too easy and then going a, a short shifting and at, uh, at a lower RPM range. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so, but yeah, you know, it, it just it worked out so that we won. You know, and, yeah. and uh, so I had I had a twenty four hour win on the resume yeah, yeah. which you know all, all of a sudden like put put you up yep. like where, where when, when you started talking to people like you could at least say that yeah. and, and they'd say well okay maybe <laughs> you know, maybe i'll talk to you which is well, insane yeah and, <laughs> and it and, should be like oh my god and in, and in those days like speed it will always matter it's but in those days having 24 hour meant not only were you quick but you really knew how to manage a car which maybe today yeah, isn't as much of a factor yeah. it, it it's amazing how much things have changed you know i, I, was, I was at daytona this year and at at one point we went up into the you know the skyboxes and you're overlooking the whole track, and just watching everyone and everyone's flat out, and yeah and it, it, it's you know and, and also just like I, I guess I, I don't know if I should say the, the the quality of driving has improved a lot but I think I think it ha- there's there's less of a spread because uh, there used to be a lot of amateurs um, and and driving buckets of cars you know just like things that were smoking and oiling everything and and then so you're always like like really you know having to really like watch out for every car you know and, and, and never trusting really anyone um and your, and your lap times would vary by five seconds a lap sometimes just because you'd be and 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 watching this year 
from from the top, you know, there, like there was like two seconds between first and second, and that never changed. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I, I could almost not understand it because they they must get caught in traffic. But the it seems like the GT cars kind of are maybe a little bit. I don't want to say more behaved, but uh, but they're sturdy. And 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 they 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 give the line sometimes uh, where where back in my day. You know, oh, they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they was not a thing. It wasn't really a thing. You know, yeah, it was kind of yeah. like that's my right. that's my turn too. So I'm going right. to take it. So so you really had to be maybe a little bit more careful, especially at Daytona, uh, yeah. a 24 hour race. You had to. Well, not I say the cornering speeds of GT cars have gone up so much now mm. that where you guys used to be able to roll so much more through the middle of the corner, GT cars are now pretty much doing the same thing. Right. So it's the braking and the acceleration that are the big differences because in the middle of some of these corners, especially Daytona, which is slower corners anyway, it's not that different, and everything's flat through the kink now in the mm. big race. You right. Know, so it's not like the prototype's going to gain a lot there. Right. Yeah. Right. So. But and where I'm going with that is if I'm Rob Dyson a couple of years later, I'm looking at different resumes. A 24-hour win will always be important, mm-hmm. but if I'm Rob Dyson, I can get eight, today. I can get 800 guys that are mm-hmm. fast. But in those days, a 24-hour win meant I'm I know how to take care of a gearbox. Yeah. You yes. know, I know how to make sure that the pads are going to last. Also, and so I, and so forth. I don't need to show off how fast I am. Right. I, I can check I my can, ego at the door and try to get this result, exactly. which now is like everybody needs to be the fastest thing ever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that that I mean, I think it, what helped me a lot with. Uh, with the team and you know with james uh actually when i when i first met james you know it was at, at the track and when i know you say james if you're talking about james, I'm weaver. james weaver i'm yeah. sorry yes you know I'd, I'd never met him before but i'd you know, obviously seen him in the 962 and, mm-hmm. and he would you know he was always very exciting to watch uh incredibly late on the brakes so like i you know i had huge respect for him and and kind of expecting a really aloof pompous englishman you know, to, uh, you know, but I saw him and I saw him and he walks up and says, Butch, all right, where are we going for a beer tonight then? Right. I was like, oh, all right. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and James Weaver was like an established guy at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big time. Yeah, like, and, uh, and you know, and it just rolled like that, you know, where, where he was just like, he, he welcomed me in. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think like one of the things probably that helped my career was that I was grateful you know and and, and uh just kids take notes <laughs> yeah well, it, it just you know i mean like i was in a great spot yeah and and i was I, I didn't like try to you know pretend that i was you know gonna beat james yeah because right. i wasn't gonna number one <laughs> and uh but and and by, by just kind of trying to attach myself to him and you know and he, he really helped me a lot with with learning because that was my first real high down for his car on on how to drive it and uh you know it, it really pushed my level up a lot well from a leadership standpoint um i can't remember who it was we somebody talked about james weaver in depth a few years ago and said that like james's technical understanding of race prep was Mm -hmm. phenomenal like you may set a good qualifying time and think okay that's a setup and james will have the wherewithal to be like no in the race we need to change the gearing completely because the traffic is going to require this it may sacrifice top end but it's going to be quicker right and it seems like james really understood that especially in that era of racing and and it, it drove me a little bit crazy sometimes because I was a little bit, the, like, like if, you know, we're a second faster in qualifying, you know, okay, wax it and put it put it to sleep. And, right. and James would, like, would come up with this list of 10 things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, 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 but I will say, like, sometimes I think it was, like, kind of this, I don't know, guilt or something that like he felt that he needed to always be working you know so, so, so sometimes we had to talk him out of a few things <laughs> right you know? and the crew's like enough yeah <laughs> right like right. no yeah. you've done enough <laughs> you're you're hired right. you got but, the job right but but yeah. but he is he did always have reasons for it and mm-hmm. you know i mean like like one 
And he's English, so you, like, so he's always inherently smarter. Sounds smarter. like he knows what he's talking yeah. about. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, you know, but, but as you say, is he would think through things a lot more. Like, um, I, you know, I, I learned a lot from him. Like, like we're, one time at Mid-Ohio, we had separate cars, and uh, we had set them up quite a bit differently. Uh, and the, But the headline lap time was the same, pretty much. You know, we, we were, like, really, really close on that. But as the stint wore on, you know, I kept wearing my my, t- my rear tires out, and he was just able to, to do the lap time uh, time after time, and uh, and also didn't hurt that he the kind of hit hit me uh, give me a hip check as he as he drove oh, past well, me. I, I, clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, that, uh, it was like th- through a pit stop. I got out ahead of him, but it's under yellow flag, and uh, so he's behind me, and Rob told me that he went up to Pat Smith, and uh, you know said. Uh, you know, Pat, uh, what, what are we going to do about this? And Pat said, oh, I don't know. You know, let him race. Yeah. And Rob said, how much is this going to cost me? <laughs> <laughs> the Nissan stuff is what initially put you on the map. Mm. But, I mean, really, your, your Dyson racing, uh, what was that category even called? The well, it was WSC. WSC. And, and then, then, I don't know uh, what the Oh, God, then it became SR. Right, well, that premier, SRP1. Yeah, SRP1, get it right, sir. But, yeah. but, that, but that was the era where you sort of became the, you know, the, what got you to this table. Oh, right, right. That's, you know, <laughs> right? That's how you made it. Right, right. Um, what got you to this how table. How you got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was, was yeah. that that time at Dyson with the Riley and Scott. Right. And that's really where you became Butch Lightsinger. No, no, I mean, like, and and a lot of that was because of, you know, like not only, you know, being able to, to drive that car and a success with them, but also just being with James, being with Andy and John Paul and, and Elliot, um, like, like with, because of my connection with James and Andy, you know, with, Andy with, Wallace. I, oh, I'm sorry. Andy Wallace. Yes. Um, I'll allow that. <laughs> Elliot Forbes Robinson. Don't right. care. James is James. Okay. John Paul Jr. And John Paul Jr. Right. But, um, didn't mention Dorse. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Dor- that, absolutely. Yep. But, uh, but, but especially, especially James and Andy though. Yeah. Right. They, uh, you know they were doing a lot in Europe as well, and so they actually got and got me uh, when they were driving the Panos. I, I yeah. drove with them at Le Mans, yeah. uh, and and I started to be able to get more of an international, you know, resume, and and uh, which you know was able to to get more things out of that as well. Uh, but it was it was all just because of of being in that that Dyson group, and 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 Rob also always being you know. Like I would always tell him, you know, Rob, I have this offer to do this, and and his question always be, would always be, "They paying you?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Yep. No, cause, cause With he, no he, more words than that. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, he yeah. wouldn't make sure that I wasn't, you know, giving away, uh, you know, what what he, what he was paying for. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Copy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. All yeah. business. <laughs> Go. Yeah. What's the deal? Go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, uh, so you know, things were able to to get a lot better. Uh, you know, for me, but just because of, of landing in, in that in that one spot, and the only reason I was there was because John Paul Jr. took a, uh, a drive with with Milner, and uh, yeah. So, kind of skipped over something that I think is really important to our listeners specifically, is uh, the, the James Weaver initial hangout was he wanted to go get a beer, but let's talk about what was that ninety five? Yes. Yeah, let's talk about nineteen ninety five. Bill Riley. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Because have you seen photos of 1995 Bill Riley with the original with Mark the, with the glasses? Three. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh-huh. He's like slaying. Slaying. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. women just, are falling out of the seats at Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so. in fairness, the Riley Scots were very much a product of Bob Riley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or as Bill calls his own father. Yeah. Bob, Bob Riley. Riley. <laughs> um, um, not dad. Nope. Yeah. Bob Riley. Uh, what? Because you guys probably weren't that different in age. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and not only like obviously age, but uh, experience in the sport, in the racing, you know, like you've both been growing up around it, mm-hmm. but you're still kind of getting this big chance on an, on a big level. So what is your initial memory of Bill Riley <laughs> in 1995? Well, uh, well, he was, he was, you know, very, like, as you say, he was, he was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so he was a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're both mid twenties at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ninety five. I would have been twenty six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um, but yeah, no, he was actually a really pleasant guy. <laughs> it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. How that changed. Yeah. Then I, I, I drove for you're welcome. A, a Cadillac, and uh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, 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 well, that was the, a different stress. Yeah. The, the, the nicknames that he came, came up with everyone were were pretty. Okay. Well, let's get but, into it. Uh, well, actually, I don't think I, I don't think I can even say them. It, it, well, we can always. Well, we believe. We decide that. We, bleep we decide there. that. Right. Much. Right. <laughs> we decide that. Right. How's that music coming? <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass on that because they're, they're, they're pretty <laughs> they're pretty bad. But they, but they showed his general respect for drivers, I think. Okay. Oh. Or, or, or level of respect that he right, had. Right, right. Um, what was yeah. your nickname? Can we know that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not that one. <laughs> All right. Well, Max got to keep his job. Right. So did he have a nickname? He did. Was it just Max Angelelli? No. Wow. <laughs> Everybody was under the fire. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. But, but actually, it, I, I loved driving for Bill, though. It, it was it was so much fun. The the the, the team was awesome. Yeah. The, the group of people. This there is, was great. And so to be clear, this is. Oh, I'm sorry. The Cadillac deal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So like first version. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so as the years develop, uh, later on in the early 2000s, yep. Cadillac basically develops a dub, an, an LMP1 car. Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, like top. an open top when that was what LMP1s yeah. were. Yeah. Um, Riley and Scott, or Riley, no, it was R- Riley and Scott, yeah, yeah. designed the Cadillac mm. LMP1 car. Mm-hmm. It looked almost exactly the same as a Riley, just yeah. like a little bit sleeker. Yeah. Mm. It, and it had a North Star V8 engine, which seemed exactly. to be a complete disaster. Yeah, yes. it, yes, it, it was, was yeah. not and. It's not fair for me to say, but it arguably was not a very successful program. I think that's a very yeah, accurate yeah, statement. It was not. Even no. the, the next version with the Dallara chassis, which was pretty bitching, I think they netted a podium. Yeah. yeah. Know, the, 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 and the, the, the amount of money spent. Yeah. The, it was. Right. So the, was that you? It was, yeah. <laughs> Did you do that? Did <laughs> you do that? Did you try oh, to bankrupt the Rileys? I, I, I probably, I probably uh, contributed to it, yes. But, uh, Stop. The, uh, You're the, at this table. The, yeah. the, 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 the fatal flaw of, of all of that was... The engine uh, wasn't which was enough. North Star, which was a like a contract engine group. Yeah, yeah, uh, was was not was not enough. Yeah, and they decided, you know, corporate had decided that they wanted to go 200 miles an hour at Le Mans. Yeah, um, not we not, in Le Mans. Yeah, not not <laughs> like we want the fastest lap time of Le Mans. But we yeah. want to go 200 miles an hour at Le Mans. So they made a car that went 200 <laughs> miles this, an hour at Le Mans. This low aero thing, but yeah. also yeah. there's a sort of a fixed set now. The low down force setting that went. 200 miles an hour at Le Mans was an absolute nightmare. I mean, actually, yeah. I, yeah. I, I had a, a really, probably my biggest tip I ever had, like in a team debrief. Yeah. Like we, we did the pre-qualifying. I, I, I did the first run in it. And, I mean, it was scary on the straight. Yeah. You know, it was like... It's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in the debrief, everyone was kind of like, okay, yeah, well, we need like a little shock change here. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> And You're like we need the Oracle, <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. Uh-huh. and um, you know, and the you know, like we 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 didn't have the configuration because they basically was like, no, we're going to go 200 miles an hour, and we went 200 miles an hour. I think we were second in the speed trap, yeah, um, but we were like 18th and 19th, yeah, uh, right. on lap time, and terrified, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, we we God, you we, have to we be a nightmare to pass. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, but, but fortunately, uh, this was pre-qualifying, and back then it was like a month between. Yeah. We went to Monza and did like a, a lot of aero testing and, and came up with a much better solution. Still not fast, but like you now like, probably drug us up to 15th or 14th or something nice. like that. But, it sounds but, less scary. Yeah, it was yeah. less scary, yeah. right, right. But there was there was a lot of compromises made with that car, not not you know not with you know like like the the car itself, uh, like you know the Riley chassis was actually a decent chassis. It was just the parameters that they were kind of given yeah, right, were really right. not not yeah, good. Right, and yeah. uh, and actually uh, uh, it was it was so bad though. So it's almost like the corporate directive instead uh-huh. of just letting the team develop the a car that's that can really win. good at doing prototype cars. We know you've won. Yeah. Appreciate your input, yeah. but here's our direction. Listen, Phil. Yeah, right. Bill. Yeah, right. Phil. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah, we got to go 200. That, that yeah, and that's it was corporate driven. Actually, okay. Here's here's the, the best. It's literally the scene in Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, you're basically describing yes. that scene. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that Cadillac had at the time was night vision. That's right. I remember that. Remember, yeah, remember yeah, the, yeah. the commercials like where yep. you see the deer yep. and all this stuff? Yep, and they so did it on the car. Yeah, we're going to do it on the car. Wasn't it like on the wheel yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah on the but, steering wheel. Yeah, they, they put a nice little TV set on, on the steering wheel. So you can see the thing that's going to kill you? Yeah, yeah. And well, there's nothing better when it's really dark at looking something really bright that, and then yeah. back at something really dark, right, right. especially yeah, while yeah. driving. And at 200 miles an hour. You know your phone? Yeah. You yeah. know what they tell you not right. to do that? Yeah, yeah. Cadillac. Right. And yeah. go. <laughs> and the, the sensor, you know, it was, it was some, it was, I, don't, I don't know how it worked. Sure. There was some yeah. kind of sensor. Yeah. And for that, they took out one of the headlights <laughs> and put in this, like, canister so thing. So they that was yeah. compromised yeah. what you actually needed yeah. to see yes. for something that you couldn't see yes. with. Yeah. And, and this was all a marketing initiative. It's like a hole, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, you know, it's like instead of having a, a ferret-in headlight, you yeah. have a hole where it's, it's collecting whatever sense, yes. whatever the sensor did. Yes. Um, so, you know, in Lamar is in a place where you need aerodynamics, so <laughs> that's not a compromise. Well, and on top of all that also. And this is all marketing-driven yeah. decisions. There was, a, there was actually a grill on the car. Yeah. On to, an LMP To, to replicate prototype. the Cadillac yeah. Look. Yeah. yeah. And again, you know, not like a smooth right. you know, thing for downforce. Slap it, was actually, it was actually like one of those stupid louvered yeah. little grills that went to nowhere. Yeah, right. And, With, and so it was literally a formed... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not a sticker, yeah. which would be fine. Yeah, At yeah. the mm-hmm. highest pressure point on the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yeah, which now also has a hole in it, yeah. and not a headlight yeah. for. And they're like, "Listen, Rick Riley, <laughs> this is what you're going to do. Yeah, and you're going to make it win. Yeah, right. I know you just won all those championships right. with your car." Right. But you're wrong. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Four o'clock happy hour at Chang'e. First thing I thought, it's middle management going like, yep, we got that tuner mount our Cadillac, though. All right. Okay. First round's on me. Yeah. Well, and, and they even did. Rita's. And I, I wasn't part of this, but the, I don't know if you remember, there was a Cadillac commercial. Yeah. With, uh. It was Andy driving. Yes, I do remember. And he, and he yeah. kind of goes off course a little bit and, you know, like spits up some grass. Yeah. And because Cadillac had a golf connection. Yep. And he like stops, hops out of the yep. car. Yep. And like replaces the divots. Yes. That he put in the, yes. in the road. And it was like a four-day, I think, filming shoot. Yeah. And and I wasn't there for was it. Was it Road Atlanta? I remember. VIR thing. VIR, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Bill said, you know, if I had the budget of this commercial, yeah. you know, we could actually yeah, be doing actually something. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think Bill told us that story, too. Oh, did he? Yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, oh. and, and actually, the, they, they actually had a, uh, a model to to do the walking like from the car to the thing but but the model like had too much of a you know like a like a like they wanted handsome male feet and shoes well, it, just like <laughs> if they thought like they could have like a manly kind of walk yeah. but 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 he actually his walk wasn't manly enough so like actually Andy was actually the one who had to do <laughs> and and also Bill Bill told the the director that do you know who this Andy Wallace is now, do, and it's like, um, well, the race car driver, right? No, no, this is Andy Wallace. He, you know, he's won Le Mans. And you do not 
screw with him, man. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. he he'll he'll just storm off the set and he might yeah, like might break your legs. He drives the Miller NASCAR. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he drives the number two, the number two Miller NASCAR. <laughs> you need to be serious yeah. with this guy. But, no, it, but Bill had them completely. Yeah, terrified up. Yeah. of yeah. Andy Wallace, like five foot three Englishman. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and very pleasant. And, yeah. and, and, and told and told Andy this, and he's like, Andy, you got to keep this up. <laughs> so, 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 so this is nineteen ninety six, two thousand. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but even in, like twenty years ago, Bill Riley's like, let me f- with people <laughs> that he doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. He so just hates video. Like proof that yeah. he hates video people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's at, at some point, you know, they, they uh, bring a car around for Andy to to go somewhere else. Yeah. And you know, they're very, you know, Mr. Wallace. Mr. Wallace. <laughs> your, your, your car's here, and they, they come. And they, you know, they open the you know, the, uh, they open the door. Andy gets in, and and the person kind of like runs around to get in the driver's side, and the door was Andy's door was still open, and Andy just like sat there. <laughs> I just looked at him. And the guy gets in the driveway and looks over. like, oh, oh, sorry, oh God, sorry. I'm so sorry, sorry, so sorry. Runs around, closes yeah. the door. Yeah, and holds his hand up. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Oh, all right, that's working. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah. So that's the kind of person Andy is. Andy Wallace, you and James Weaver, I think was like probably the greatest of my childhood driving partnership mm. because all three of you do not look like race car drivers away from the racetrack. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that was so awesome, but I always thought it was way cooler. It's like the, the bad guy or the, or the, the sniper or whatever in the movie who's just like a complete yeah. gentleman and then he destroys everybody. Yeah. It's Bob Odenkirk in you're, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just like you're a like, regular guy. You're the, the alt heroes. Yeah, no. and I've always appreciated that about you guys because there was no like, you know, flashy sunglasses or you know like check me out you didn't have a website that was like you need to know how great i am there, there, there weren't a lot of posters of us uh, with yeah. our faces were there yeah <laughs> james is sort of an older tall thin just generic english guy yeah he's wearing a pink polo yeah not ironically um, uh, not because he's trying to be cool yeah <laughs> you and i say this with love you're like everyone's dad right well, I, I mean, you, that's about the kindest thing you could say about that. But, right and how long have you had that shirt um, actually, this is this is a Trans Am. Uh, it's Tommy, Tommy Bahama. Tommy I knew it. Right. I knew yeah. it right away. Yeah, yeah. which was two thousand one, two, two thousand two. Right. Yeah. Nope. So yeah. Vans. Oh, cool. Checkered Vans, <laughs> which is awesome. But like, you're 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 everyone's dad. Um, you say words like gobbledygook. <laughs> and um, ill begotten, ill begotten. You said ill begotten right, earlier. Right. We looked at each, at each other, other. <laughs> um, and then you know Andy Wallace is like he, like, he really is like five foot three. Or like he's a, he's a small he, guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's he had challenged. a mustache that was like legitimate oh mustache God. until like I mean he had like Nigel Mansell's mustache. Yeah, like, like not ironically. Fifteen years. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. He's exactly. like this is my look. Totally. Yeah, but he's yeah. like super small little thing and he's well, very nice yes very well <laughs> spoken just like yeah. a gentleman yeah. and then you guys would go destroy like the best ferrari drivers yeah. on the planet suck it sharp yeah <laughs> <laughs> right there you go yeah there was no like bedazzled jeans or anything mm. like that um but then absolute killers in the car and i always love that because it just doesn't you don't see that anymore at all although james uh you have to say uh he had some Revo sunglasses. Oh, that really went all out. Yeah. 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 And that, but that was like when he was completely sleep deprived after a flight. We, we, oh, okay. we, we raced in Japan mm-hmm. and, you know, like flew all the way back to, to uh, Toronto for Mosport. Yeah. And uh, in the airport, there's a sunglass hut and there's a picture of Scott Pruitt with Revo sunglasses. Oh, wow. And oh. James just, you know, it's like, oh, Scott Pruitt can have those. I, I need to have those. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so. And he showed up like, this is my personality now. Yeah, right. right. So right. this is my whole life. Yeah. Um, who's the Dyson test? that we don't know about. Hmm. Right, right, right. Um, uh, 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 K- Casey Mears drove uh, oh. a, a, oh, a, wow. a, a test. Not, yeah, uh, yeah I didn't uh, see that coming. But, but that, that was at, at Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Was that just for a four seat, not like a real look? It, it was. It was. It was for for a seat for Daytona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and, and Nick, uh, Nick 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 Johnson, uh, 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 and actually Nick Nick drove with us. I think at Daytona that yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. Um, it, it was basically like kind of like for that last seat, mm-hmm. and and really you know, and for for Casey, it wasn't because he didn't perform. I think it, I think we had some problems, and he only got like a couple laps in the car, sure, so and wasn't really able does. to show anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, you know, no, Andy Lally. Uh, Tested, but did race with us because uh, he was awesome. Uh, That's but there going. can only be That's not going yeah, on. and there can only be one Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, else is like, no, we're no. full here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're keeping yeah. moving, kid. Yeah. Um, but but you know, and, and you know, to be to be fair, you know, between me and Andy and uh, James, especially, you know, we, we we really tried to make sure that we were stuck in. You know, so yeah, sure. Uh, uh, you know, so we just tried to keep. Make sure that uh, Rob didn't have a reason to. <laughs> what, so okay, but what does that mean? Oh, just, were, you, just, were you like getting out of the car and resetting the brake bias? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. uh, but, but but just just make sure that we didn't screw up. Uh, you know, and, and I think like you mentioned before, with you know back in that era, it was more important to take care of the gearbox and take care of the engine. Yeah. Uh, but also just not to crash the car. Right. Um, R- Rob had a pretty you know low tolerance for. For bringing the car back Does on the record. Does not make sense. <laughs> yeah, we see that. Yeah. And, and what? I'm looking at his bill here, and um, <laughs> yeah. this, you did that. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you know. And sometimes there, you know, you, you do hear like, well, you know, you got to crash every now and then, you know, if if, if you want to have the speed. But you know, Rob didn't really subscribe to that 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 view. Yep. Yeah. So uh, like, you know, all of us knew that. Uh, you know, part part of the deal was just to keep the car in between the walls. Did you ever crash and have to sit in an office with him? Close. Uh, okay. I it, it wasn't even a crash, but uh, my. Did you just a, mildly scrape the car and have to? Well, well you know what I, I did was at, at Road Atlanta, and this was the Riley, and it was like my fourth race in the car. Yeah. But um, I went off the track, and mm-hmm. that had this enormous long splitter. Yeah. And uh, and it so so that just like you now shoveled into the dirt yeah, and brought yeah, the dirt over. Yeah. Went into the engine and and and, oh. the, and and at the time we were using slide. Uh, uh, Throttle bodies, okay. which um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not, I don't so expect people to understand that. that. Yeah. yeah, but it's something like if you get any foreign matter in there, it, they stick. Yeah, and it's a really complicated thing, and so Rob wasn't really too pleased about that, and and made me rebuild it. Oh, and and, and, and it was really a, yeah, and, and it was a really complicated thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah like no, there's like yeah. ball bearings everywhere. <laughs> so like, how is your now? You grew up in a racing family, but how is your mechanical acumen? It's okay. Um, okay. It, it, I was a little bit worried about working on something I was going to have to drive later. Right. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, that was. So you break it, you fix it. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean that, that was yeah that was just kind of to show me. And what year was this? This was like this ninety five again. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, yeah, so you're still kind of becoming right. part of that program. And right. And like, I was like, hey kid, go fix that. And that's <laughs> like, I mean this is a high level prototype. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah, no, have that guy do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And actually, I, I, if I if I remember right, one of the mechanics kind of after maybe Rob went to lunch, kind of came over and was like, yeah. um, well, actually, let me. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Right. Speaking of which, you did some Xfinity and then mm. a little bit of Cup, mm-hmm. um, and that was a time. I mean, so today, especially in Cup, but Xfinity too. Everyone can drive road courses now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even guys you wouldn't think between simulators, karting, and just the way the championship is, it's, every race is so important. Everyone right. can drive road. But in the 90s and early 2000s, you did have Boris and Ron Fellows mm-hmm. and then you for a few races, and they really could show up in almost anything mm-hmm. and be right on the pace. Um, so, how did those go for you? They went really well. Yeah. They, um, I mean, actually, they're kind of highs and lows, but just the, the opportunities at the time. Because that was like ninety, again, like kind of 
mid-90s, 94, 95, 96. And it was when NASCAR was really taking off and there was a lot of money there. And they were actually just like looking for some, for, for drivers, you know, like... Uh, right. And I assume it's not too different from today in the, in the logic sense that like a mid-pack or a back team mm -hmm. could hire a ringer mm -hmm. and show up and actually show that they can do something for, for these one-off races. Right. Yeah. And do better than a normal oval. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I, I'll back up a little bit. The, uh, the way that I got into NASCAR at all was that at the end of 93 uh, with our, my family team, when the Nissan money ran out, um, you know, we're, the team looked around like, what, what, what are we going to do? And I, well, racing or racing, yes. Like, uh, what are we going to do? And NASCAR was, you know, getting more and more popular, especially in, in central Pennsylvania. You know, you know, the possibility of actually getting some sponsorship, you know, just, you know, because yeah, some, some actual you know, money that isn't just like a manufacturer, uh, you know. And like, the exposure versus the expense was actually, for once in the history of racing, <laughs> a, a, a very proper uh, yeah. apex. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we, we, we built a car. Uh, there was a series called the Bush North series, yep. which was basically kind of Xfinity, but a North. KNN uh, now. Yes, yeah. I think it's KNN, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it was a great series, and they had raced at Lime Rock, and so that was going to be their first race, um, and qualified fourth, but we broke a lifter uh, in the engine, and so we couldn't race. And so, but but just on on that, on qualifying fourth, there was a guy there, a uh, really nice guy named Doug Innes, who was putting together a an, an old Derek Cope uh, uh, cup car that he wanted to race at Watkins Glen and cup for the next year. Okay. And he, you know, and said, says you could just sort of show up. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 he, and you know, I said, do you, you know, do you want, do you want to drive it? Like, you know, just like, so after like doing one qualifying session of, a, of an NASCAR race, you know, like, like as opposed to like in sports car, I was like having to, you know, like, like, right, call, right. like, you know, the, yeah. the call list was, you know, yeah. incredible. It was like, like bothering people all the time, like trying to find something. And then just off of one qualifying session, you know, getting a cup ride, now, even, even though it was like for, you know, a, a very small, put, you know, right. thrown together team. Where'd they get their charter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, who they buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and again, things just worked out well. Where Back then you had two days of qualifying. Right. Uh, yeah, like, like a sec Oh, sec right. There was a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I scraped in. Like, 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 and did the GTU stuff transfer in terms of uh, uh, approach and style and all that kind of stuff? No. Okay. No, it, it was it's completely different. Now, fortunately, like with the family team, I had like, like before the cup race, uh, I had a couple more NASCAR races, um, and and so got to learn the car, and but but you know, so so I show up for the cup race, and uh, like like qualified I think like 38th on the first day. You know, and and I, th I think you know there were enough. Um, oh, what, I forget what you called them back then, but uh, provisionals. Yeah. You know, like, like so, like that, that was basically like the last spot. Yeah. So like, you could, 40, you could actually yeah, get in, in on time. NASCAR in those days of forty-three cars, the last four or five spots, depending on whatever would be these guaranteed entries right. uh, for what's called provisionals, which were had all like past champions or whatever weird things right. they could all to make sure that the big names still made the show. Right. And there yeah. and there'd be like fifty entries. You know, so there were right. quite, quite so a few people cars really going didn't home. qualify. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so there's a lot of stress, and you know, so I'm just on the cusp. And I think like, there might have been one or two people that that would have had better laps, but you know, spun or something like that. You know, so so like things aren't looking good. And, and you know, the next Saturday the practice is, is going really bad. Like every change we make on the car, we're going slower and slower. Um, so I'm thinking, oh well, no, this isn't going to happen. But then it rained, and 
and, yeah, and it rained and rained and rained, and, and I got in the race and was, was able to finish the race. Um, actually, I almost finished the race. Uh, uh, the engine blew a few laps from the end, but then Kyle Petty gave me a ride. Uh, oh, picked you up? After, after the race, That's yeah. Cool. That, was, that, was yeah, pretty, yeah. that was pretty yeah. cool of him. Um, and then the next year, I drove for Dick Brooks, uh, who was really cool. No, I don't know if you know Dick Brooks. Don't. He was a, a kind of a NASCAR legend of the 70s. I was going to say, was he the Junior Johnson? No. But 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 he was kind of that mold, you know, um, really down to earth southerner, wore uh, overalls mm -hmm. every day, sandals, yeah, <laughs> uh, corn cob pipe, almost, yeah, <laughs> uh, but but really cool guys. But I, I drove for him, and, and uh, for this one on the Friday, uh, I spun, uh, and and. Uh, like we had a fast car too. Uh, uh, Jeff Hammond was a crew chief. Oh, cool! Uh, but yeah. but I, I I took too much curb at the uh, at the inner loop uh -huh. and uh, and spun, and so things were looking really bad because it was raining the next day and it was like yeah I was like oh yeah, yeah. shit yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm you you know, not going to qualify right but but then it finally broke and I and I uh, uh, you know I, I did qualify and uh, and and did well enough that they actually asked me to test. At Rockingham, uh, with the thought of, of doing a couple oval races. Oh, actually, trying out on that. Right, but um, I, and, and unfortunately, it's, it's one of those things where I wish I would have been able to get in at a lower level. Uh, cause I, I, I did a couple uh, oval races with, with my you no know, with Lysinger Racing with my family's team. Right. Um, but like, but that was like a loud. These are simple little bush north. And, and, yeah. and like, and they're more flat. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, oh, so tracks. How to drive banking. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, I was kind of thrown in at a, at a test in uh, at Rockingham, and, and Jeff Gordon was testing at the same time, and uh, yeah. So I'm going around, and I'm about I think if I remember right, it's like like, like nine tenths or something off of off of Jeff Gordon. But and at Rockingham, that's huge. At Rockingham, yeah, yeah and yeah. that's basically the split from pole to last. Yeah, like so, like, it's, and you know, and the team had been having trouble qualifying, and Jeff was, Jeff Gordon was, uh, like, pretty much always on pole. So, like, it's like, well, is this maybe it's the car? Yeah, right. You know, it's like maybe Who maybe knows? it's not me. Yeah, yeah. So, Dick goes over to Jeff and says, "Hey, Jeff, you mind hopping in?" And and, and Jeff just. I keep calling him Jeff. I don't really know him that well. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Mass Gordy. Gordy. Hey, 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 Gordo. But, but he, he's like, yeah, sure. And he hops in, and like in one lap, he's like two tenths or three tenths off his oh, own time. Oh, like, that's the worst. Right. So, so like, Jeff, ruin, Jeff Gordon ruined your career. Jeff right, Gordon right. ruined Butch Leisinger. Yeah. So and, and you know, and, and I, I kind of looked at him and was like, well, I guess that answers that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, the funniest thing though is that then Dick Brooks gets in the car. Oh, <laughs> you know, he'd been retired for. I can do this. Yeah, shit. Fine, years. kid, get out of the way. And he puts on a bowling ball helmet, <laughs> still in his sandals, <laughs> and his overalls. This is everything I imagined. And, and he goes flying around, and he was—I mean, he, he, thankfully he didn't beat my time, but he wasn't that far off of it. <laughs> um, it but it was, I mean, it was impressive watching him going around. Yeah. So you have a uh, Twitter account. Hmm. Is this going on the air? Well, I mean, it's up to well, him. It's up to him. Uh, I guess it was probably like three or four years ago that uh, I was noticing this account posting these really cool and never I'd never seen these photos before but like obviously somebody in the scene and behind the scenes was taking these photos and so I kept posting about it because I can't remember who retweeted it or how it showed up in my feed but I was like man this is like these are really great photos and I keep reposting and reposting and I'm like man this is a great account and then I get a direct message from the account and it says hey Ryan it's Butch Lightsinger <laughs> I'm just posting old family photos right. from growing up and, you know, photos that my parents had taken and stuff like that. So don't out me yet. <laughs> and that was, that was a couple of years ago. Where are we with the uh, flattened fifth account now? I, I, I don't really do anything with it anymore. Yeah. Um, that actually kind of sprang up when, um, 
Was actually, after I got canned from uh, when I was, I was driving the, uh, the the Bentley in, in the World Challenge when you were when you were winning the, the with the Acura. Was it because yeah. of Ryan that got canned? Well, yeah, pretty much. All right. <laughs> So there's two people. You and Jeff Gordon do the same thing. We are well. We're both cup drivers. Oh, wow. that happened quick, didn't it? Nice. Yeah, Way nice. Yeah, I haven't right. even done a lap. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But yeah, no, they're going out on the top. The 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 40th place car. So, mm-hmm. so, so I've got time on my hands, you know, all of a sudden, and uh, you know, and I, my my mom was an artist, uh, and so she would take. Tons of photos at, at the race. Like, yeah. so a lot of a lot of our art was uh, like of kind of pit scenes. Mm-hmm. Well, your mom, your mom's a really established or was a very established painter. Yes, like, yes. we have her artwork in my parents' house. No, oh, very cool. But uh, yeah, so so m- most of her subjects were racing mm-hmm. um, because she spent so much of her life and at the track. It was her thing, right? And without her, there and, would be no racing. And and but she had kind of a you know a little bit of a wry sense of humor. You know, so. You know, a, a lot of her work, like, would be like just mundane uh, pit scenes. You know, like, like you know, because she'd be sitting, you know, there for a week when we'd right, be right. testing, and you know, it's it's, you it's know, like, like fine art trolling. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I mean, you know, racing is like a very exciting, you know, right. world, right? Except for when you're there for a week, and you know, and you're you're just like doing shock testing, and you're just like in and out of the pits, and you know, so like a lot of her. Uh, art is actually kind of a bit of a piss take on, you know. I've gotten it, along with your mom. I was saying, your yeah. mom sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I, think, I think we would have hung out. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it's, it's more of a kind of like what actually happens in racing. It, you know, it's like, like be a couple of people kind of standing off to the side, you know, and like someone working on the car. You yeah, know, it, it, that uh-huh. Sandra Leisinger is my, yeah. my jam. No, I was going to say, we, we actually look for this kind of humor now <laughs> yeah. because everything else is so like, how awesome are we? Let yeah. me show you a 12 minute video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, excellent. Yeah, she, she 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 was she was very cool. So you have all these old photos and, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know yeah. So like, basically art. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it seems like they should be shared. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I I haven't kept up with it, and I probably haven't posted anything for the last two years or, or maybe more. So I'd say you have a pretty good judge of character. You've worked with some of the nicest guys who are absolute badass racers. Is there anybody that you look at now and you're like, oh, that guy shouldn't even be out there? Just like terrible. Uh, D- Dane Cameron. Oh, really? Wow. Oh. Strong attitude. I mean, wrong everything. <laughs> Suck it, Cameron. So your last pro race that I know, was that with us in the Bentley, like in yes. World Challenge? Yeah. So that was 17 or 16? Oh. I think it was 16. 15, I 15? think. Okay. Yeah, 15. So you raced in probably the best GT3 series North oh. America will ever see because in 2015, World Challenge had like... 30 to 40 cars on any weekend and like good cars, mm. you know, and you seem to really still be paying attention to what's going on in the sport. What do you think needs to change in sports car racing in North America? <laughs> or where do you want to start? Right, right. You know, I mean, they're doing a lot right. Uh, the the crowds, you know, I've, I've been going to the IMSA races uh, and, and the crowds have been good and, and, and getting better, you know, be- better than you know my day uh, you know and, and and seems to be like really good fan uh you know stability you know like, like people coming yeah. back year after year just at walking the glen yeah that's yeah. all michael burn up <laughs> our next guest right and uh so so they're doing a lot right um but you know, because like you know the one job i do is explaining sports car to to their marketing folks yeah or their guests to yeah. their guests who yeah. are, are you know by and large completely new to to, sure. to the racing you know mm-hmm. maybe they 
seen some other NASCAR. We do the same thing, you and I. Right. And <laughs> you like the butch licensing of, of car racing. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, the, uh, you know, the, the, there, there are a couple of places where their eyes just glaze over. Like, like what? Wait, what? What are you doing? Oh, wait, is it the areas where it maybe gets overly complicated? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Yeah, um, I mean, actually, and for instance, there was one thing that a guy was just absolutely, this last weekend at Watkins Glen, there's some cars that have green lights on the back of them. And, and, and he asked me why they were, and I had no idea why they were, and I couldn't think of a reason why they were. Because like, the LMP3s, I think, had it on the back. Uh, like, well, so green, I don't know about green lights, but green end plates are, are pro-am yeah, There's actually green lights. There's green lights on the back, and I think they're also okay. on the GTD on car. All of, was it on all of them? Or was uh, it like the LMP3, I think. Yeah. I, I, I think it's supposed to be an AM indicator. Bronze drivers or something. Uh, I, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. yeah, how do the, we not? Like the fact that yeah, we don't know. Exactly. This is three the people yeah. who are very into sport yeah, can't tell you what a goddamn and, green light does. Yeah. And, 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 and that's that's a lot of it. Is is it? You know. And, and I mean, I don't know if you want to get into the whole bronze. We do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, because it's been a theme, and, and, well, especially in your regard, in your regard, because you were on the both sides. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You raced in the GTC category, which is where that was kind of a thing. But also, you raced in the heyday of IMSA. I would say with with prototypes and GT cars being funded by privateers mm-hmm. you raced for a guy who i thought for the first probably 12 years of my life was a professional race mm-hmm. car driver named rob dyson because no one ever told me he was an am my dad worked for a guy named bob aiken who i thought was a professional race car driver right. because there was no mm-hmm. difference you know he's just a guy doing it al holbert john mm-hmm. paul senior and so i'm really curious on your take because i think you've spoken out about this before about how it's being a bit arbitrary how some mm-hmm. guys are ranked the way they are right and I'm, I'm sympathetic for, you know, the idea of of needing to attract sportsmen mm-hmm. to come in and race, because uh, because privateers are are necessary. Like yeah. Whenever we we get and you've been on the dark side where you drove an era when their manufacturers left, right? And all you had was privateers, so right. you always have to have that contingency mm-hmm. rule set to mm-hmm. keep those folks right. in it because it it will happen. And it, it always happens. There, there will yeah. be manufacturer exodus. That's just part of the sport. Well, yeah. Also, you raced in Grand Am. Hmm. which was primarily professional racing with amateur teams, or not amateur teams, but uh, gentleman owners and privateer owners. There wasn't big factory prototypes. You know, it was Rob Dyson versus... Anyway, so the rule set is to... I'm not defending it, but the rule set is built to protect the idea of gentlemen drivers entering the sport because in theory, like GTD or LMP3 teams are supposed to be funded by some level of private funding, whether it's a wealthy team owner, Mm -hmm. gentleman driver. And I understand that, and... You know, it, it, it seems like sometimes they'll start out with a good premise, and but then to make too many offshoots off of that. You know, like the, the premise is you want to have a, basically where sportsmen can compete. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with mandating an amateur driver. Mm-hmm. You know, like like have an amateur driver in, in, in the car. Yeah. Um, I, but I think they, they can specify it needs to be you know, like an owner or, you know, but I, I think it, it, you know, the Olympics used to have, you have to be amateur, right? Like as yeah. soon as you took money, basically right. you're out. Right. And I think it, it, it maybe something like that, like where they could. Well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna modify your logic mm. a little bit, and, and and I'm not making your argument for you, but the Olympics got rid of that. Right. Do you know why? Because it was too hard to police. I'm yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's right. the, where and, I assume you're going with your point. Well, and I guess I guess my confusion comes when with silver and i think, I think that's, that's like the what, big problem right what, that's yeah the, that's the main problem and i don't know why there even is silver because you think there should just be pro and am i don't think it serves 
anyone. Yeah, right. And right. so that's why I don't know why. Like they, they put, and it always seems like whenever things like this happen, they put another layer on it. Yeah, you know, let, let's, keep, let's keep let's keep doing that. Right. Yeah. No one, rather than just admitting this was a bad idea yeah. or this didn't work, there was the way no was benefit to it. We're just yeah. going to make it more complicated yeah. to not admit to that. Yeah, a little yeah. ego. What? Uh-huh. In, what <laughs> yeah. So, but on that level, this is very specific to you, Butch. Um, rather than just being three guys at a bar, what, is there a fix? I, the, the only thing that I can think of is make it so that one has to be an amateur and, and like, you know, again... But how do you enforce that? Well, this is where people don't like um, the word judgment. You know, there has to be a judge and, you know, the reason for the people are called a judge is because they make a judgment. You know, and, and, and especially in racing, people like black and white. They, they, they want it written down that this is the rule and, and they want some kind of criteria, criteria. If I can reinterpret what you're saying... You're arguing that to, to list criteria is almost a bad idea it's in terms of an on-paper thing because mm-hmm. by listing criteria, you're effectively also saying, here's what you can get away with because it's not on this yes. page. Yes. So rather than keeping it specific because it's too not open to interpretation, mm-hmm. you need to keep it in a nebulous form so that somebody can arbitrarily say, no, that's clearly a pro right. because he's a 22-year-old junior right. or whatever. And, and, and yeah, and, okay. and, and don't, you know, basically the, the amateur is the owner of the car or is or a paying driver yeah it's, it's someone who's bringing in money i mean they, there, there can be very fast people who are bringing money like, the whole thing doesn't really make that much sense because like when, when my dad drove you know he was racing against tom kendall he was racing against dorsey schrader and he was running a, a car dealership and, and you know and, and you know and, but he never said well I, I shouldn't you know have to compete against that you know like he just he just raced against them you know and, and he won sometimes you know so you've been around um so let's say everyone says okay this doesn't work we tried this experiment it failed if they do in your opinion based on what you've seen for 30 years getting to here um if they let's say just did away with any sort of am requirements and let the market figure itself out would that hurt the sport quite it's, possibly it's, um it's far more complicated issue than I think you know, we you know, want it, to make it. It is. It, it, um, it is. So Andy Evans is probably one of the most uh, interesting characters in sports car racing history. He owned Scandia Racing, which ran sports cars and Indy cars. And eventually he was the owner of professional sports car racing. Is that yes. what it was at the time? Yes, PSCR. Was. And uh, there were stories as in my childhood of him changing the rules per weekend per cars he was racing to help himself win not just per weekend during the race oh okay yes okay yes and you drove for him once i did um and yeah well okay the way that that came about was i was this was 94 i was racing for nissan at sebring and uh with paul genalozzi and we blew the engine like halfway through the race so i went back and actually had a beer <laughs> and um, you know and then I kind of walked into the pits and you know and looked around for a little, little while and, and I'll, I'll really emphasize it a couple hours later uh, so you weren't drunk anymore no no <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the guys from Scandia team like just like saw me he's like hey Butch what are you doing and, I said, and, I, and the way he said it it sounded like because I need someone to help me move a table or something. Like that. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not, well, I don't know. And he's like, oh, guys, we need someone to drive. Because uh, this was uh, Exxon brought a new fuel to the series, uh-huh. and it had a lot of some chemical, like toluene or something like that. But um, everyone was getting sick. Oh. Like, like, like <laughs> drivers were getting nauseous. And um, 
and I think it was uh, it was just Ross Bentley and Andy yeah. uh, driving the car, and and they were both spent. Yeah. Uh, so this was the three thirty three. No, it was no. the Spice. Oh, no. It was a, a yeah, yeah. Chevy power car. Yeah. Um, so you know, so, so I I hopped in and you know basically just kind of kept the car going going around the track, and I think we ended up fourth. I think, um, but you know, actually the funny thing was like Andy came into the, the pits and I you know came to get in the car and he's like looking like who the hell is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and like the crew guys are like, no, 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 it's okay, it's yeah, okay, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, he was completely confused. But um, but no, never said. A, I never got a thank you. Never, <laughs> uh, never a thing. <laughs> and it was. Um, he, he said. He said to you, "You're welcome." Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and actually, and, and did you get exposure though? Did you, <laughs> exposure, did you get paid bro? an exposure, bro? Uh, that, that basically, yeah, I got yeah. paid an exposure. Because you know, I was, you know, I was, I was too stupid at the time to like kind of actually like lay out. Okay. And you're still early on in your raising days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of figured that, that, that I'd at least get like a little goodwill. You know, yeah. here's here's some cash. You know, yeah, it's Andy but, Evans. You'll get the yellow when you need it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 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 getting on to that part, he he bought the series. I think at the end of '96. Yeah. And '97 at Sebring. Uh, we're battling with his car. Yeah, and you're in the Dyson car. In the Dyson yeah. car, right? Yeah. And and he uh, he has they have the Ferrari, and he was actually in the pit, and he had and he had two radios in his hand. <laughs> I don't know if, if you've heard this, um, like one to uh, the Ferrari, yeah. and the other was to race control. And actually, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> just like Penske does today. Yeah, right. <laughs> just <laughs> like Penske does today. And he, and he Let's get this rumor going. And, yeah. he, and he fired the um, the chief steward uh, oh. during the, during the race. What, what was the call? Um, it, it was it was about Dallas. It was basically about um, you're not fixing this race well enough. Yeah, like wave around. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and, and and yeah, basically, Andy decided that if um, the, the pace car shouldn't pick up the leader. They start <laughs> just pick up whoever I say, right? Yeah. And the car right behind me, and <laughs> and and he did that to us. Well, oh, uh, we, we, uh, yeah. uh, Andy wow. Wallace was 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 chasing down the Ferrari, yeah. And wow. like through pit stops, we were actually we had pitted, I think, so we were almost a lap behind. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but they were they were due to pit, uh, so they they they, uh, they sent the, the the pace car out in front of us, and uh, the Ferrari comes to the back of the field pits and gets to the back of the field yeah and and that that was that and it was absolutely the most i i i went down and I, was, I, I screamed at him in the, in the pit lane and uh <laughs> butch Leisinger, known for his sometimes it actually comes out pretty badly you know there's, yeah, there's you're like, like gosh darn it yeah no <laughs> Golly, it's, i'm gonna gee. spit some gobbledygook at you no it, it actually it gets really really bad actually because it's like it, 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 i want to see it so, 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 sometimes so, sometimes do? it's a long fuse but like it's a really big I explosion when it comes out. we're gonna bleep this no one will ever know what it is what is your go-to curse i'll just but it's just, but it's a long succession. Of uh, it's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. When I'm when I'm heated, you've heard it a couple times. Goes into every. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's that's your yeah. in that same ilk. Yeah. yeah. And 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 you know, you know you you haven't heard me on the radio, but like you know like, like sometimes I think the radio button should just like you know like you know, it's like like push on push off. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and it, you know it, you know like it's labeled like radio or push to talk, but yeah. it should just be like you know. Filter removal, yeah, because <laughs> because because it's just like absolutely like when you push that button down, it's like yeah. everything comes yes, out of your mouth, yes, yeah. you know, and, and you know, and, and, and I said some horrible things, you know, and, and, and well, thankfully Rob Dyson, you know, is a race car driver because 
because I like a couple times I've I've gone way overboard and come in. And I'm, I'm <laughs> you like, might appreciate it actually. And, I, and yeah. I, I come in and I said, you know, I'm I'm really sorry about that. That was you know, and I've, I've right, I, right. you know after the race, like the adrenaline comes down, you know, I like, yeah, get yeah. on the radio. Said, sorry guys, that was really really bad. But, that also know, sounds right. But but Rob, uh, like Rob, has, has said to me like, no, you can't take you know. You can't take what someone says on the radio personally. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's yeah, yeah, because yeah, like you know, you're key to the moment. Hey, Butch, Rob, you've got some moxie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. Yeah. So you, I mean, you were there. You saw American sports car racing virtually die until it was slowly resurrected between ALMS and Grand Am. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the late '90s, it was bad. No, it, it, and, and you know, every year it was like a new series and a new yeah. name, and yeah, it was it was like diehard fans that like could, could actually even figure out right. what's it, racing it, this it weekend. Fin- by mid 2000s, it finally started to stabilize mm-hmm. between the two series. But like, I don't know that fans. If you're just starting to get into IMSA in the mm-hmm. last few years, I don't know that fans realize how good you've got it. Right yeah. Now. Oh, absolutely. You know, as much as we yeah. complain about BOP yeah. and rankings, like yeah, at least there's something to watch. Yeah, and yeah. like the racing is close. Yeah, the, and the drivers good. are really good. Yeah, yeah. and the yeah. teams are really good. But yeah. Uh, Late nineties, not so much. Yeah, yeah all over the place. Yeah, because what's the point of going to a series if it's that fixed? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and, and you know, thankfully Andy got out of it. Andy Evans, yeah, um, you know, was bought out uh, because everyone, you know, basically revolted against him. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, he was so revolting. Uh, but, but yeah, this is the meanest I've seen you. Yeah, you yeah. called a man revolting. It, 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 we got it on on record. He was he was pretty nasty. The uh, no. um, because well, he he had a a fake. CEO come in at the end of what was that ninety seven yeah because it was, it was the year I won the championship yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like they had like this this guy pretending to be like uh, I, I can't remember what his name was but pretending to to be the uh, like the new CEO of of and he he couldn't like he gave a little speech at the banquet and he didn't even like. Have get the names right of like yeah. of what the cars yeah. were. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, it was it was just like obviously I'm a yeah. puppet here. Thanks to yeah. Ferrara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Furman. Yeah, Flyson <laughs> Racing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember the T-shirt? I have one. Do you really? <laughs> yes, yes. This I had is, one when I was and a it kid. says, yeah. uh, it says Andy Evans sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you get that T-shirt? Uh, some guys walking around Sebring. That's exactly right. <laughs> is that what you got? To? My dad brought me one home because <laughs> he knew I was such a dork. But I was like, <laughs> look yeah. what I got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy, your high school friend, or like your like elementary school friend. Uh, seriously, yeah. Right. It was like, like a night shirt. What is this? Yeah, exactly. Do you yeah. see the Andy Evans sucks? Right. It was a fan-made T-shirt. So right. Cool. About uh, back to the Falcons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we were told to ask what you remember about the Texas World Sports Car Race in 1996. Oh God. Um, yeah that that was a bit of a crazy race. That was uh, um, <laughs> th- that that was that was like 95. <laughs> Crazy race. <laughs> Literally the quote. <laughs> really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for, for me, Velez was winning the championship. Okay. Uh, and uh, in, a, in a Scandia, uh, Andy Evans' own car. <laughs> Jeff Brown. Yes. yes Jeff Brown right. Engineering. Yeah, that's right. right. So cheated up and a cheater up over and over. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, everything worked. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, Jeff uh, Brown ruins sports cars. Jeff Brown's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but James was uh, like, like on a roll and was like catching him in the championship. Yeah. And so we entered two cars, which I think was like the first or second time that we did that, but like to, to support James and, and Scandia entered two cars <laughs> and they brought in Alberetto and, yeah. and, and Baldi in the, in the second car. Mario and Baldi and Michele Alberetto. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had, he goes in racing. Yeah. Right. And, and we had John Paul Jr. and Andy Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> and fine. And yeah. The, and Over the, like a plastic trophy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, no right, right. Yeah, zero prize money. It's so true. Over who's going to have more debt. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, a little quick aside. Um, in 1996, when Wayne won the championship, yeah. he got 100 grand. 
<laughs> I won the championship in 97 and 98, and I got bugger all. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. That's the sports you guys. High five. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. right. Uh, solid pat on the back. Yeah, right. right. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, so the race starts, and it's, and it's like the four of us, and it's absolutely hammer and tongs. And, and, and this is Texas World Speedway. Texas World Speedway. Which was like super fast. It was really fast. Like yeah. We were over 200 miles an hour there. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. And, and it wasn't known for well being well maintained. No, no. Yeah. It, was yeah. a, it was a... a, a Really, yeah, uh, but uh, like you know, in the kind of like scenes, you know, like yeah, with yeah, grass growing out, yeah, bouncing right. everywhere, yeah, yeah exactly. but uh, and and Andy, uh, Andy was flying and he, he was in the lead, uh, but uh, Alberetto and he were going back and forth. Alberetto dove on him in the first turn, and, and then Andy gave him a hip check in the second part. Like, it's a, it's a long, it's yeah. a long turn, Andy gave him a hip check. And Alberetto up to the next turn was a first gear hard right, and Alberetto just absolutely drove the car underneath Andy's gearbox, and yeah. and it, where Andy was just like steering yeah, the front, but right. the rear wheels were completely off 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 the ground. Yeah, chucked Andy off the road, <laughs> and so so now uh, I'm in third, I think, behind like uh, Alberetto and Baldy. Yeah, and we we go up onto the banking, and I'm right under Baldy's gearbox, and we're going up through the gears and go, and and I've got my head down like this. Yeah, and. You're like it, tucking it, for the arrow, I, I, like a go kart. Totally, yeah. yeah I, I mean, yeah. It, it's completely nonsensical, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> no, <I understand>. <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and a yellow flag comes out, but I'm completely under his gearbox, so I don't oh, see geez, it. So, no, so, no. so Baldy lifts, and I punt him off. <laughs> <laughs> or or I, think, I think I broke his uh, end plate. Is what I did. Yeah. You know, so like, and this is like in the first five laps of the race. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so like, it's, it's, it's like complete go karts yeah, at the yeah. local spot. Yeah, yeah. So, so like at that point, like everyone just thinks that you know, like we're all just you know trying to wreck each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you kind of were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were. But uh, and uh, I, 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 I guess the thing I remember after that is after the race, Alberto <laughs> said to Andy, "I say like, every time I see you, I kill you." <laughs> 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 but they were teammates at, Au- at Audi a few years later. Right, right. Know, we got along all right. <laughs> Over uh, WSC <laughs> driver's championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for I, I, nothing. I'm, I'm guessing there were six cars entered, and you were four of them? That's probably right. Four yeah, five, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Totally worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had dinner with not Tommy Milner Jr., yes, <laughs> but just Tommy Milner. Correct. Got it. He will Making like, sure. If there is a trigger on that young man, <laughs> yeah, it that is was a junior. We like found the, it. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the tone yeah. changed. Yeah. Uh, for Tommy, there was a racing moment for him that stands out about his dad that he remembers like his whole life. And he was wondering if there's a memorable moment of your dad's career that you remember as hmm. a kid. Probably. Probably the first time that he won an IMSA GTU race. Uh, was at Lime Rock uh, in in the wet. Um, actually, it was a really unique race because uh, it was combined race, GTP, uh, GTO, everything. And, um, you know, there's a ton of cars. There's probably 50 cars on Lime Rock. And they, yeah, and, and just yeah. people don't know, Lime Rock's a mile and a half track. It's very small. And it small. was even sketchier then. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and the pit lane is really small. So, like, they, they couldn't do pit stops with that many cars. So, they actually, it was a three-hour race, but they did it in three heats yeah. of one hour. So then and you would service in between, right? Okay. Right. So like there's like an hour between each each heat. Stage breaks. Yeah. Did you get stage points? No. Okay. <laughs> right. I, I, it took me a minute to understand the reference there, um, but it was actually kind of a cool uh, thought. But um, in the first in the first heat, like the first lap, I think he took off his nose on the on the Corvette. And <laughs> uh, in, in the second heat, Logan Blackburn was his co-driver, and and he and Roger Mandeville hit and took the nose off again. Nice. So well, fifty cars. Like yeah. you just have to look the wrong way, and you're into somebody. It, it, it was it was yeah. Bristol, you know. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. 
Uh, and so it's like the bristle of a racing track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for the th- third heat, um, <laughs> this is the new bit. This is the bit. I will <laughs> yeah. not let it go. Yeah. For, for the third heat, well, my dad didn't like. We didn't have any more noses, but so like. <laughs> <laughs> he had to drive around with with, with no front well, end yeah. on the car, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but he but he won it. And it was it was an awesome race. It was like it was a wet and drying track, and it was like the most stressed I'd ever probably been. You know, it was I was fourteen years old. You know, but it was like, but like for, for the for this. the yeah for the yeah. family like the whole You're family still was still like, young enough. Like, the dad is cool. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so, so yeah, so that probably be it. That's, yeah, good question. <laughs> Tomorrow we will, or sorry, tonight, this evening we're having dinner with Michael Printup, who is the president of Watkins Glen right on. International Raceway. If you had a pass-along question from Mr. Printup. What, yeah, then I'm sure he has probably valid reasons, but I'd, I'd ask him like, if they've actually ever thought about like putting townhouses on the like, back straight. Because huh. I've always wanted that. That's what I want. Can you get me what I need? And, yeah. you know, and, and, and since it's a completely uh, unique uh, idea from me, I'll take my payment in at one of those townhomes town right. if well, they build them. Weird. Weird. To the point. Yeah. I, I respect that's the Dyson yeah. way. Yeah, that's right. He's been taught. Yeah, exactly. I want you to build one of these, and I want one. <laughs> For free. I'm Rob. I'm Rob. Go. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome because like you know like have a back porch where you like look at the racetrack and you know the, the view looking yeah. over yeah, the yeah, lake. Absolutely. So that's my idea. Back to street cars. I don't know. A day job's the wrong term, but you do quite a bit of uh, sort of demo driving for mm. Bugatti. Right. Um, you've been you're, there's a million YouTube videos of you mm. showing people things, giving people rides. <clears throat> Ryan, you do a lot of this. I've done a bunch of videos over my, in my years, and we've had a lot of time in the car to talk about <laughs> the ins and outs. Um, <laughs> So I, I I need to know about some of the uh, some of the things. So to have a successful YouTube vlog, you do not have to be a qualified driver. You just have to have a following. Uh, the worst was a guy who um, was like super enthusiastic. Um, you know, I, I think he probably had a pretty decent following. Uh, and we're going up this mountain pass, and he keeps. You know, I'm in the passenger seat. Like, like what, what we do oh, is like your passenger seat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Scary. Oh, oh, and like again, yeah. vloggers are vetted on their numbers, yeah. not their talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, although they don't believe that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why we ask this question because right. we know. So, 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 so the, the program is like I'll, I'll drive, kind of like show them like like very briefly, kind yeah, of like, 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 like I saw like I saw when you're showing like the double clutch system. And yeah, stuff. Like, like, this is the usual. I, like, I give a little, you know, kind of no little overview. Uh, and then we swap mm-hmm. and, and get that mind the you wheel know, and fast car right and ideally <laughs> you know i mean like if i get in someone's honda you know i'm not going to just like jump in and go whap open the throttle <laughs> yeah, and, right. and, and and drive like crazy right. we're going to like you know you're also a pro that doesn't need to impress anybody well yeah but and so so this guy though <laughs> was really i mean he was just like shaking like 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 with you know excitement that he wanted to get going good good and and he keeps on you know Going too fast, and I, you know, so I have to like slow him down again, and and you know, oh, okay, sure, sure, it comes down, <laughs> but then oh, it goes again, and yeah. like every thirty seconds, I was like, oh, okay, no, 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 easy, come on, bring easy. it down, yeah. and we're we're going up this mountain pass. Is he getting an attitude like, bro, <sighs> I know how to do this. Listen, yeah. I was trying to do the thing, and this guy Butch kept bothering it, me. He, he he wasn't quite there, but but he but it was just kind of like you know, he kind of fake like, oh yes, yes, sorry, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but he like then do the exact same thing yeah, over again, yeah. and and this is this is in the fall, and it's in a mountain area. And uh, we were going up this mountain pass, and and we hadn't actually like this is kind of a, a this was early in my 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 doing this, and I I learned not to, to listen to people anymore. Uh, <laughs> but like, like this is like a, a route that he like oh this I do this all I the know time. This one. Yeah. And and so one of the times when he's like go, starting to go fast again, but before I like told him to shut down, we crest this little hill, okay. 
and we've climbed up enough that everything's turned to ice. Oh, and God. there's a 180 coming up with the mountain. But bro, he knows <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah. Right. So, so he humps on the brake. The car swaps uh, uh, sideways, okay. and, and we're like 90 degrees going towards the a, a cliff. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was actually the the, the, the inside. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're oh, going to yeah, hit yeah, the mountain. Copy, copy. Um, and at that point, the the all the stability control, traction control goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's and, like and, I'm in ice. I can't do anything. Right, right. right because yeah. like like. like well, I'm in the passenger seat. I'm the one who's actually going to hit, and <laughs> and, uh, and like and there's no way of using a pedal yeah. or a steering wheel. Yeah. It's going to no, do anything. It's nice, yeah. But like all the stability control is still trying. Right, yeah. right, and it and it actually it does it. It takes it takes back oh, control. Okay, yeah. and we stagger Look around. Salesman, I know, and we stagger right. around the corner for 1.8 million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it should do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they have because this is their clientele. Yeah, like they have a responsibility oh, to work. 100%, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And we, and we stagger around the turn, and like we're both just like it's like. Dead silent. Quiet. You know, <laughs> right. uh-huh. And then and then he says, "Well, you know, I've never been in a situation like that, but you know, I but my reflexes took over." And, oh. you know, and I was like, oh. "No." Oh. Yeah. So like so we had to pull over at that point, and you know, and, and, and I, 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 I drove home. But yeah. and actually, and, and the way it worked out was at that time Bugatti was sending a tech uh, with us each time. And the tech who was with us was actually the one who did develop the stability control. I just gave him a big, big hug when, it, when we got back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this story, and no one will tell it to us, but I think oh, we can no. get it out of you. <laughs> what is the rental car story from the airport where I think it was James that crashed or something into the sidewalk? Yeah, um, that was hilarious. Uh, we had to do a photo shoot or something. It was, it was for Bentley um, when we first they first announced the prototype program yeah, and, and we, had to, we had to go somewhere relatively recent. Oh, no, no. It's, it's in 2001. Yeah, yeah. So, so Bentley had an LMP1 program. Right. Um, this was sort of around the same time that Audi had their initial LMP1s yes. and they kind of switched back and forth. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and James and Andy and I were going to be the three drivers. James Weaver, Andy Wallace, and me. Um, and we are Actually, I was going to say where it was, but it's just uh, Statue of Limitations. I don't know if, <laughs> if, if the it's been 20 years. Been 20 years. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, yeah. But we, we were at Daytona testing, and, yeah. and, and John Brooks was going to take the photo, yeah. and we had to go someplace to, to, to get it. And uh, Andy and I like, were in one car, and James was in one behind us, and we just like you know, pulled into a parking lot. And Are Andy these and Bentleys? I, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> just, 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 just rental cars. Just rental yeah. cars. Okay. And uh, Andy and I get out, and, and James is kind of sitting there, like not pulled into the parking lot yet. And we're just like, What's he doing? And like, and you could hear the engine go a little bit. Yeah. And then, and then he just like kind of like pulled and whipped into the parking space, but then kept going and <laughs> launched over you know, like the little cement things that they have. At, yeah. And and the and, curbs. And, and it jumped. The front jumped, and there was like a probably what two and a half uh, foot stone wall there, <laughs> and and the front you know landed on that like like like, like, like not, 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 not the front tires but like the, the, the actual, front like, of the front car, of the car. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. cleared yeah. 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 And, and he's hanging the nose and 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 i was kind of staring at it and then he backed up and and, and doing that it took the radiator out <laughs> good and, and honestly it wasn't until the radiator fluids pissing out everywhere that i was like he didn't mean to do that <laughs> 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 but he, he, uh, uh, he, he said he was like trying to do like a little burnout, and then he gave up. But then the car just kind of like Kept launched, going. yeah, launched yeah. like when he took his foot off the brake. Yeah. But, but then the funniest thing is, is that you know he, James, he's able to do this whole doddering Englishman thing. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to the counter. <laughs> You know, at the end of all this, and the car's just like, yeah, because yeah, it, it's steam pouring out of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, he, and he says to the woman behind the counter, I, I had a 
little bit of trouble. <laughs> and she's like, oh, full oh well, sir, that happens face. all the time. Don't worry. He's like, oh, are you sure? He's like, oh, no, you bought the insurance. You're fine. You know, just, uh, oh, thank you ever so much. You know, and, and, and that, you never heard a thing about it. <laughs> uh, um, that's amazing. Weaver used to have a bunch of, like, weaverisms, just, like, weird English expressions. Like, I once heard him on a broadcast say, uh, say he, he's got a kid up before it buckets down. Uh, yes, right. Uh, yeah. did, were there, was there a favorite, like, weird English weaver expression? Well, um, when when you got the like the front end of the car working really well, yeah. uh, you say it turned like right up a drain pipe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, 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 that was probably the best yeah. one. Uh, Use that this weekend and ask. Yeah. Right. That'll work. Yeah. 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 That'll work real well. <laughs> there, guys. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have tea. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, yeah and, and I mean there were others too. I, I can't remember, but yeah, he, he was he, uh, actually one of the funniest things that he did though. One year when he won a championship, I forget which series it was, but um, just like we were sitting, sitting at the table, and just before he got called up for you know to accept the trophy, he leaned over to me and he said, "If I say something nice about you, will you give me twenty dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh, yeah, okay." And so he gets up there and and he's you know accepting the trophy, and, and he just starts to go into one about me about like, what a like exemplary person I am, and a, and just a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar, and it, and it's like going on really thick and. and <laughs> Like the like point uncomfortable, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like where people are looking around, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I'm, like, you know, getting red. Are they dating? And, and, <laughs> and you know, when he finishes up, he comes back to the table and he says, "Right, that was 13 compliments. You owe me 260 dollars." <laughs> 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 and, and he said, and, "And I'll take that in Coronas. Thank you very much." <laughs> there you go. The Bentley EXP Speed 8, I think, is mm. probably one of the sexiest race cars of all time. Yeah. Was it as cool to drive? Because I think Gran Turismo was the first game that had that car. Yeah, oh, really? And it was like all everybody drove. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, uh, growing up, I was a big die, die cast collector. Yeah. And for what it's worth, that is the very first sports car no way. that I ever got. The oh. rest were Indy cars, yeah, Star yeah, cars, right. F1 yeah. cars. Yeah, because that car was just It's like sex on wheels. Gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tell me it was as cool to drive as yeah. it looked. It, it was. It was yeah. awesome. It, yeah. was, uh, it was so well put together. Um, a guy named Peter Ellery was a designer. Actually, yeah. cause that's one of the uh, misconceptions about that car was that it was an Audi with a roof. That is actually what I thought it was. No. It's, it's not. Uh, no, yeah. it, it, okay. was, it was designed by RTN, uh, 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 Racing Technology Norfolk. Right. Um, so he that, just ripped it off of Audi. Well, the, the 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 engine was Audi, okay. um, but that's all. Like you know, we had the extra gearbox where the Audi had yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, Ricardo, um, and the, and the chassis was completely uh, uh, British built. Okay. Yeah, and uh, well, actually, one of the funny things was for the third year of the program, uh, when you know basically Bentley got the green light to win the race, and Audi got kind of pulled back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the one of the ideas actually, like what, the idea they're going to go with was basically put a roof on an Audi. And Peter Ellery, the designer, you know, kind of got wind of that oh. and, you know, d- like very discreetly mentioned, oh, because there, there were different rules yeah. between mm-hmm. the closed top and open top. And, yeah, and yeah. one of the obscure rules, for whatever reason, was the footbox <laughs> was different in the two. Yeah. And the Audi footbox w- wasn't legal. And he made sure they knew that. Right. 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 So, yeah. So, it wasn't actually an Audi chassis. I, I was, yeah. I yeah. actually yeah. always but, thought that. But, but the car was, was magnificent. It, um, it did... Everything really well. Um, you know, the first test that we had actually was in uh, Czech, the Czech Republic, a place called Most, huh. and Audi was testing at the same point, and we were actually like on on their pace. Yeah. And then after that, we never were again. 
Got not, it. not that I'm saying yeah. anything, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you're like, we're going to win our class. You're going to win yours. Yeah. That's basically yeah. how that went. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The only problem with it was it wasn't designed it? for the tallest person. And uh-huh. um, my, my head hit the cockpit for the entire thing. So like, oh. like my black helmet was white. Yeah, right, 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 right. Was the proverbial like the data guy goes to check on something? Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it's 10 horsepower down. Yeah. Okay. The predictive never went yeah. back. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Interesting. Right. Well, all right. Uh, so we asked this of everybody that we, we have on, but um, I think most people that are clicking on the Butch Lightsinger episode probably know who Butch Lightsinger is, but what hmm. is the what is the legacy that you'd like to leave behind with uh, our massive face? <laughs> that includes uh, you. Uh, right. Yes. Um, legacy is a pretty strong word, but um, uh, I suppose, I, I, I think if... You know, like I, I just hope that people I raced with understood that I tried. You know, I failed a lot, but I was I was always trying. You know, and and just you know, and, and that's that's the cool thing is like like most of the people that I did work with, you know, like that was basically the kind of esprit de corps type thing. You know, we're we're all in this together. We're all just trying. You know, pulling pulling our you know our, our hardest on our end. That was our first esprit de corps, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first one. So congrats. There's many more to come. I'm sure yeah. from future guests. <laughs> Didn't say gobbledygook though. No, he didn't. Yeah, but he didn't say he'll be gotten. Yeah, he I did. Like that one. He did. He did. <laughs> he called Andy Evans a son of a bitch. Basically, he did. So yeah, so yeah. What I wanted. Even. Yeah. Yeah. James Weavers is as awesome as I hoped. Yeah. Yep. I think so. on that note, Continental's got the check. Thank you. And we'll close this one out by not only thanking Bush, but also thanking Jim Cupstus and Colin Early, who recommended him on the website, and no one else that I could think of. No one else. And we'll close this episode out with a little bit of a longer song called Tommy Snebbit by a group called Jonesing for Soma. These are old friends of Butch's, and uh, this is the personal song that he handpicked. Enjoy. Thank you.
All right, I guess we should mention Trevor. Fine. Trevor Price. So how do you know Trevor Price? You know, actually, I think it was my mom that uh-huh. like, um, kind of you know, uh, met the group. Uh, uh, Tim, his dad, yeah. uh, brought Trevor to the races when he was you know, a baby. Yeah. And I think at, at some point my mom you know, met them and started talking to him and started giving uh, Trevor you know, just odds and ends, you know, like a t-shirt or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just became friends that way. And just that key age. Yeah. Yeah. And for the rest of his life, he'd be like, Butch Leitzinger, <laughs> that's my guy. Right on. And, and, and believe me, I hear a lot about you as well. So. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Now, would you label Trevor as your number one? Biggest fan. Um, yeah, probably. That's that, being that, featured on the podcast. <laughs> you can go with, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, like, I mean, fan is, you know, I mean, he's a really good friend. Yeah, okay, right. sure, sure. Um, right. There's also a, a, a guy named Jim Cupsis who's uh, really cool, like a very artistic guy. He, he's a, like, really talented model maker. And a lot of the cars I've raced, you know, like a, a year later, I'll just get a package. And there's, like, a really beautiful model of it. Like, a lot of, like, what the, uh, what the coolest one is, um, I, I, I did some NASCAR races, and I did one at, at Lime Rock, and... Uh, the, it was actually the qualifying race for it. Uh, the car got completely shredded, and he actually made a model of the shredded car. Yeah, like he melted some of the panels and things to make <laughs> it look right. r- r- abused. So yeah. the, uh, now, does Trevor know Jim? I don't know if they actually know each other because I think we just created a rivalry. Yeah, but say, like, <laughs> he sees you at one end and the other, yeah. and none shall pass, like, and it starts. <laughs> All right, so if you were going to say to the podcast world are uh, millions of fans yeah any nice things about trevor price uh, i mean i mean we're actually not not taking the piss either this is actually a, a truly no, nice you can thing take the piss. Yeah, I mean, right. no, you can bust his chops yeah, if you it's want. Fine. right we no will. but actually he is just a true blue i mean and you already know just like really incredibly nice guy yeah. and he is you know and it's funny because he's you know, like they have this enormous group of campers, and yeah. they're, and they're pretty rowdy. You know, and he and he's the youngest one of them all, I think, or at right. least he used to be. Yeah, and he's also like the most kind of adult of the group. You know, where he's the one kind of kind of corralling everyone around. You yeah. know, and you know, looking over to make sure. You yeah. know, that guy's. You know, is he passed out or is he dead? You know. Right. So uh, yeah, no, he's he's just a, a great true blue guy. But uh, I'd say Trevor's been one of our biggest supporters on Dinner with Racers every year at Watkins Glen. Yeah. I get a gift. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Every year I go to Watkins Glen, I know that Trevor's going to, I have to like prepare my pockets yeah. <laughs> to make sure I can accommodate the Trevor Price grip. So yeah. I'd say he's he's all right by us. Yeah, he's he's definitely okay. And uh, now he finally gets his Butch Lightzinger episode, which was completely his idea that we never thought of. Yeah. <laughs> now leave us alone. <laughs>